0: Hey guys, welcome to Roughing the Podcast. I tried to record one by myself last week. I think it worked pretty well, but I think this would be a lot easier with some help from my friends. Um, I'm joined here by Matthew Robertson, also known by Matt Robb. We will be doing this weekly. Um, We'll be going over the games, kind of like what I did last week, Um, going over some good fantasy plays, um, going over matchups, what to look for in those matchups, injuries, um and all that good stuff. Um so we hope you uh sit back and enjoy um our first episode together of in the Podcast. Um it's kinda interesting week for us here in North Carolina. We're about to get uh plowed over by Hurricane Florence. Um so it's good that we actually get a chance to get together here before this storm rolls through. Yeah, so
1: if you don't hear from us next week, guys, uh enjoy this while you can. All yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I mean we just <laughs> we, we just don't know what to expect. <laughs> So, uh, so you know, we're kind of rolling it out um, this week. And like I said, I hope everybody enjoys listening to us. Um, uh, we got a lot of information to share. So, you know, we look forward to doing this week in and week out. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get the podcast started. Let's do it. All right. So, we're going to start off with the Ravens and Bengals coming Thursday night. Thursday night football. Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Thursday night games. Uh, in in my opinion, they need they get to get a little rough. better. Yeah, yep. they
1: get rough short week. Yeah, they do, um, and usually teams come out flat, conservative. In my opinion, and uh, who knows? I mean, after week one, maybe it'll be the complete opposite. But uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I agree hundred ten percent. You know, I think for a while everyone's been wanting better
1: Thursday night football games. Um, you know how they do that? Not having them Not having them, yeah <laughs> Short short week, those, those guys can't rest It's just, um, they come out and, you know, their bodies are still sore from Sunday mm-hmm. So, I mean, but I can't complain about an extra night of football personally But I can, you know, sometimes the product is not as good, that's for sure
0: well, the good news we got coming out in this Thursday Night Football game is that actually both teams are 1-0. So, uh, someone has a chance yeah, yeah. to go 2-0. Um, so, we got the matchup between the Ravens and the Bengals. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, divisional matchup. So uh, Pretty important. Yeah, pretty important game. Uh, the Ravens had a matchup last week. They played the Buffalo was it, Bills. Was it a matchup? I don't <laughs> think it was a matchup at all, honestly. Uh, it was more of a slaughter. Um, Rough. We'll get to Bills when we talk to the Bills, uh, you know, game. But the Ravens kind of walked all over Nathan Peterman and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Alex Collins had a really good game, uh, you know, running the ball. Joe Flacco, of course, the Ravens were in good field position all game long with the turnovers that Nathan Peterman kind of gave them.
1: I was a little surprised Flacco aired it out as much as he did. But, um, you know, those new receivers, he's got – have made, to me, a difference already. Um, they look good.
0: Yeah, I, I I mean, Michael Crabtree made a very impressive touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. He had a tiptoe with Wayne to the end zone. Uh, Flacco put it in a perfect spot. Uh, you know, Then you had Willie Sneed, yeah. who at one time with the New Orleans Saints looked like he was going to be one of the guys.
1: Premier slot player. Yeah, yeah, for Drew Brees. And then the speedster, John Brown. So the, they got weapons.
0: Yeah, and it, it's definitely a different wide receiving core than what we've seen in the past. Uh, Definitely. You you know, and and to me, uh, a lot younger um, and a lot more capable to make some big plays for Joe Flacco downfield.
1: And the one constant, of course, is that defense. Um, They're always tough. So, I mean, I think it's a... Baltimore's a a legit playoff team. They missed out by one game last year, but in my opinion, they're going to be very tough. Um, So, Cincinnati... What do you think? Um, Last week, they got a road win in Indianapolis. Um, They played pretty good. They didn't make many mistakes. Um, Dalton, you know, I remember last year, he was very up and down. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week, he he did have one turnover, but other than that, they moved the ball pretty well. Um, And I believe... They're on the road, correct? Yes. Yeah. So no, no. There. I'm sorry. They're at home. The Bengals are at home. The Bengals are at home. Okay. So what do you think? Uh, who do you got in this matchup? Or is there anything about the Bengals <laughs> that stuck out to you?
0: You know that. You know, I thought the Bengals played a solid game. Joe Mixon really had a really good game. Workhorse. Yeah, really big workhorse. You know, you know they're hoping he's what they drafted when they did draft him, mm-hmm. despite all the off-field problems that he had. Yeah. But. You know, I was going to say something, but you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it clean. But you know they're hoping that that's the guy that they had drafted. Um, I like I I I like the Ravens in, the, okay. in 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 this matchup. Why I I I like their defense. I think, um, like I said, what I saw out of the Ravens with their newly formed wide receiving core is. A lot better than what I've seen in the past. I can only compliment Joe Flacco. Alex Collins runs real hard, so you know they're able to establish the run game, able to establish the ground game. I just like the the the, the Ravens here. I think I I I think the Bengals the Bengals really could have lost that game last week. Definitely,
1: it um they actually got fortunate. Uh, Jack Doyle fumbles the ball on a first down reception yes. as as Andrew Luck is leading the game winning drive. Uh, the game wasn't as close. They won by 11, but the game wasn't as close as the final score kind of indicated. And they got away with one. You know, give them credit. But, yeah, it it wasn't like they ran away with it. And
0: what I really wasn't impressed about is that we, t- we hear about, like I said, we'll go into this with the Colts, but we hear about the Colts' lack of offensive line and how yeah. they can't protect Luck. But the Bengals had no pressure on Andrew Luck. They got yeah. him a couple times, but as far as him being rushed, he wasn't rushed that often. So that's what kind of allowed Luck to be successful also, but...
1: Well, I think I'm I'm going I'm with you on this one, Ravens. Um, overall, I just think that they they got the better team. And
0: one big stat to leave uh, in mind is that the Ravens were six for six in the red zone, and that included Lamar Jackson when he entered <laughs> the game when they pulled pulled flock out since they were blowing out. So six and six for the red zone –
1: Pretty darn impressive. Speaking, I'm glad you brought up Lamar because they did use him when the game was still close. They brought him in on um, Wildcat-type plays, so that's something to look out for. Um, Flacco is a starter, and he's playing good, but Lamar will come in and try to surprise him. Sounds so, good. So we both agree. Ravens and Ravens. So far, we agree. All right. All right, our next matchup is uh, the Carolina Panthers face the Atlanta Falcons, a division matchup once again, NFC South. Um, The line in this game is Atlanta's five and a half point underdogs. Um, Is that right? Yeah. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. (laughs) At home, uh, I know the Falcons didn't play great last week, but um, well, they. They played alright and uh you'll get to them here in a minute, but that's that's surprising. Anyway, Panthers come in. Um they won last week against the Cowboys sixteen to eight in what was, in my opinion, just a very ugly game. Mm-hmm. Um they played the Cowboys like I mentioned, we'll get to them later, but um the, they didn't offer much, you know, resistance as far as their offensive um Skill set, they they really struggled. So Carolina did not have to do much. Um, Greg Olson unfortunately went down with he re-injured his ankle, which he had off-season surgery on, and it has been um, it was released today that he'll be out for an extended amount of time, I mean, possibly the season. So that does not give me a lot of confidence in Cam Newton on the road. That's one of his go-to guys. So. He'll probably be running the ball again like he did last week. Mm-hmm. You know when nothing's there, because this receiver core is suspect mm-hmm. to me. Uh, you have Funchess, who in my opinion is a two at best. You got D.J. Moore, the 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 rookie who really didn't do much last week. Um, so to me, it's going to be Cam and McCaffrey. Them two are going to have to shoulder the load um, in a hostile environment. The Falcons coming off. And you know, a repeat loss to Philly, the same way they lost in the playoffs, forcing the ball to Julio. I mean, I'm sure they're hungry for a win. Um, but
0: well, the crazy thing here is if you look at the stats of the game, you look at what numbers were we'll put up, like you said, kind of unimpressive. You know, you're looking at you know, Cam Newton, only 17 for 26 for 161 yards passing. Yeah. The leading receiver was Christian McCaffrey, not even a wide receiver. That's what I'm the saying. The leading man. receiver was Christian McCaffrey with 45 yards. And then the leading rusher was Cam Newton. So
1: it, it's, it, a, it's them. It's them two, and that's it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I know what you're saying with with them. I, you know, honestly, me, uh, Greg Olson, I think uh, it, maybe it's time for him to call it. Uh, it He's been injured, off injured Two years in a row now with this foot. He was yeah, injured the the year prior to that. Injured, you know, he's been injury prone even in his time in Chicago. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know if that road is winding down for Greg, but, um, he's not doing the Panthers any good on the sideline every year. no I
1: think they need to look at um possible replacements for sure. Um, as far as a favorite target for Cam Newton, I'm sure Des Bryant's out there right now saying, "Hey guys, hit hey, me up. I'm still free <laughs> if I want to play." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows, but on the other side of the ball, um, what stood out to you from the Falcons well, last well, week? Well, the Falcons,
0: uh, you know, last week I was excited watching the first game of the football year. Yeah, And needless to say, I think both teams let me down a little bit. And we'll get to the Eagles as well, but the, 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 the Falcons just make me shake my head. They got the biggest... Off, if I, you're 10, a
1: Falcon fan, they're making you do four words. Yeah, yeah, they're making you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what
0: they're doing to the Falcon fans. I'm happy I'm not one. Not that I can speak right now about my team, but you know, Julio Jones, 10 receptions, 169 yards. He had like 19 targets, man. But you can't <laughs> get him in the end zone. Matt Ryan no. has one for 22 in his last 22 passes in the end zone to Julio Jones.
1: Well, Steve Sarkeesian. Needs to get more creative in the red zone. He is too predictable, and everyone knows when they're getting inside the twenty. Um, teams are taking Julio away. He needs to design plays for the first read to be someone else. Um, mm-hmm. because more often than not, Julio is going to be double. Look mm-hmm. for ways to get Ridley or Sanu um one on one with a mismatch or, or something. But yeah, it's it's too predictable and. They need to do. They need to be better in the red zone.
0: Yeah, but you know Kyle Shanahan's bro here, offensive mind. You know, um, that was one of the you know reasons and they're missing why, him. Yeah, one of the reasons why they bring him, um, yeah, yeah, and they're missing him. I yeah, I apologize. He's over at the for at, at the Forty Nineers now as their head coach. But you know they they they, they move on from him bringing sarcasian Um, the offense was a lot different when Kyle Shanahan w- w- was was calling the play, So. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I think they need to be more creative. They have weapons in all in, in all areas. You got yeah. Devontae Freeman, Coleman. You got Tevin Coleman. Like you said, it's new. I mean, there's a lot of options. You got to be better in the red zone. I like the aggressive call in the opening drive that they decided to go for it, and I think that was more pride. I yeah. think they're like, "Hey, the playoffs. This is how our season ended. So we're gonna go ahead and
1: we're gonna do it. We're gonna punch it in." And they failed. Oh, and then man. I mean the the play call that stuck out to me was. Uh, second down. I think they came out with a goal line formation, mm-hmm. run heavy, and they they last second um, move everybody out in motion. I mean, these are tight ends, and I mean they 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 looked for Devonte Freeman, which is a mismatch. But I'm sitting here saying don't force the ball to Julio. I'm, I'm I am saying that, but at least get him on the field. Mm-hmm. He he is a huge weapon. He is A decoy. Get him out there. Yeah. So um, that being said. They're at home a short week. I'm taking Atlanta to bounce back, especially with Olsen being out um, at home for the Falcons. Um, What do you got? I'm going to have to agree with you again. I think
0: Atlanta does definitely bounce back. I think Atlanta's offense, even though we talked about their offensive lows in the opening week, we also still got to keep in mind they're going against a very good Philadelphia Eagles defense, who was yes. one of the top-ranked defenses in the league last year. So we got to keep that in mind as well. So I think Atlanta does bounce back. Julio Jones in the division matchup, he's always a beast in every game, but especially when he plays his division rivals, he definitely always shows up. Yep. So I'm going to go with the Falcons as well.
1: One thing they need to work on, I'll mention real quick, is uh, they had 15 penalties last week. On discipline. Undisciplined. First game of the season. You got to be better than that at home. Hopefully they will be, but we'll see. Sounds good. Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna start with the Bills. And In this, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Bills and Chargers are the next matchup we have, and uh, we're laughing before we even get to it. Um, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bills fans. It's hard not to. <laughs> so, what's to say about the Bills? You know, a lot of people were. um kind of questioning having Peterman come in as the starter, you know, you draft Josh Allen first round, but I thought it was smart. I I know what they were doing. He is a sacrificial lamb. That's what Nate Peterman's job is right now. Mm-hmm. Like go out there and take, you know, take this hit. Um it's it's going to get ugly, but I think is, it was in Josh Allen's best interest that uh, they're they're kind of. I hope they continue to do this for the next few weeks because the schedule is kind of rough. But um,
0: but it's got to f- infuriate Bills fans. I mean, they made the
1: club <laughs> for the first time
0: in ten years. They make they make you scratch your head with some off season moves. Very, Na- mm-hmm. Namely, to me, is Tyrod Taylor. I don't. I you know. I understand they want to. They want to be Josh Allen. They Collins. just
1: hated Tyrod Taylor. The, they for, hated him. for what? I don't know. For no granted, I'm not so saying let me bench a playoff caliber. Um, or we're in the playoff push quarterback for Nathan Peterman. We still made the playoffs. Are they just... I don't know what they had against them, but yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor is the top 10 quarterback in the league by no means, but he's better
0: than Nathan Peterman. I'm better than Nathan Peterman. <laughs> You're better than Nathan Peterman. I mean, just to see how much of a laughing stock that game is when you pull up stats for this game. It's nothing to look at. It's right. nothing to look at. The leading and passing was Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: he came in late.
0: And he came in time. late. and
1: And those numbers are 6 for 15 with 74 yards. Well, it's... It's going to get uglier before it gets better. Uh, we don't probably have to spend too much time on this team because, I mean, we know what to expect from them. Um, it's unfortunate for the Bills fans. It's going to be a long, painful recovery in um, this game. Uh, are they at home? I believe they're at home. Yeah, right? they are at home. So Char- that helps. Chargers visit. So um, that being said, what do you think about the Chargers? Well, the Chargers, to me, is a, was a sleeper team. Me too. For this year, I yeah. think the
0: Chargers, I mean, they they have the talent to kind of get it done. Um, I wasn't going to say surprised about last week's um, outcome because um, I have really high hopes for Pat Mahomes, and yeah, we'll, we we could talk about that. Yeah. You know, once we get to the Chiefs, but um, you know, I, the Chargers have the offense to to put points anybody. on the board. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to 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 keep up with
1: anybody. So. Um, I think Joey Bosa obviously was a big It's miss. a big hurt. I mean, Mahomes looked very comfortable last week. Um, Too comfortable. First start. First start. And, you know, they. we'll get to Kansas City. But uh, the defense just cannot create enough disruption for him. That's something that the Chargers need to focus more on this week for sure. I mean, the offense is fine. They're going to be just fine. They moved the ball. Um, <clears throat> You know, they were – a victim of huge plays defensively, but um as far as moving the ball that they were great. Um and this week I just think they'll bounce back. It, it it's a great week to much. bounce back. Yeah. Between um,
0: both your offense and your defense. Yeah. It's a you know it's a great week to, to bounce back and, and take control of the season again. So I mean I think we're probably very unanimous on this one. Um I think we're gonna see oh, yeah, right, right right the Chargers are definitely <clears throat> gonna go into Buffalo regardless now, granted, we don't know uh, who's starting. Uh, Sean McDermott was not willing to make a commitment on that. So it will be Peterman or it will be Allen. And if there's one thing I can say about Allen, it was a couple of times where did, he had stayed in the pocket and he was able to um, move his feet a little bit and kind of make a good couple good open passes, have good open looks. Yeah. So that's what they want out of him. Now, like you said, are they willing to already commit and say, hey, Josh, this is yours? That's a tough one to sell. So, or do they go back to Nate Peterman and, and hoping he could bounce back? So it'd be very interesting as far as to see what the Bills decide. Um, but I think the Chargers, you think the Chargers, I yeah. think that's an
1: easy slam dunk pick. Yeah, let's but, let's move on because yeah, that one's easy. All right, the next matchup we got is Minnesota and Green Bay. Um Packers are at home. Coming off at the improbable win. <laughs> Uh, Twitter was you know going crazy everybody mm-hmm. the Packers season was over uh, midway through whatever it was the first or second quarter I mean I saw the play I thought it was a uh, torn ACL MCL some type of ligaments here I immediately um was did, like well did, did you, you think of your knee? <laughs> did you think of your knee when you or, hurt your knee? it wasn't quite that bad it didn't swell <laughs> up like a cantaloupe so um, anyway yeah I dislocated my knee years ago and (laughs) playing flag football. That's how intense we are. But anyway, um, so he comes back in the second half, which shocks me, which I'm happy about because as an NFL fan, I want to see the the best players playing. And Aaron Rodgers is, you know, one of the best, if not the best quarterbacks. Um, He comes back, you know, not as mobile as he usually is. You can tell he's, Protecting that knee, um, but he just lights up the Bears. Um, three touchdowns to Cobb, Adams, Allison. Every one of them got got a touchdown. Uh, Cobb being the most impressive. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Aaron Rodgers looks to be back. He hasn't. They haven't committed to him playing, but I'm I'm gonna say they won't play. But what about the play? commitment? <laughs> to me, what was mind
0: blowing was the commitment of protection. Yes, that the O line gave him. It was almost like they came together, like, "Hey, listen, this is our dude. We Jamal need this, Williams. We need this dude to win the game." Yes, and Jamal Williams picked up many blitzes, many people yeah. coming off the edge. Yeah, dude, it was like he couldn't. It was like that was
1: his safe haven, and he could just sit in a pocket and just pick apart the Bears. It was there crazy. were a lot of Bears fans upset at what they thought were holds that got they got away with, but because <clears throat> the defense, it don't matter. You gotta um overcome that and I think any team fan league. who blows a twenty nine is <laughs> gonna come up with excuses on this why very, this team came back. This is very true. So going forward, um, you know, they play at home against Minnesota, which the defense does not get any easier. Minnesota's very tough. Um and before we move on, is there anything else <clears throat> Well need? Minnesota to me, I mean <laughs>
0: All, they, they've become an offensive weapon. I mean, with the people they have oh, yeah. on board. Kirk Cousins, I was highly impressed by his, you
1: efficiency. know, performance. Yeah, his his, his efficiency. I, I mean, it's his first game, and he's connecting with all his new targets. Diggs gets a touchdown. Rudolph gets a touchdown. Thielen goes over 100. <clears> I mean, he looked pretty comfortable for his first game. Um, so it's going to be tough. Dalvin sure. Cook, we can't forget oh, him. He looked very healthy and very good. Exa- off that ACL. I mean,
0: he, uh, you know, one thing he had that beast run. He, I mean, he straight beast mode of that run. Yeah. All, to all respects, Marshawn Lynch, <laughs> but he straight beast mode of that run. Granted, he did fumble, mm-hmm. but that's just giving you a little bit of the power that he, he had. Saw that in, crazy. He
1: saw that end zone and ball security just slipped his mind because he was on his way. But yeah, he surprisingly. He got a lot more work than I thought he would. I thought they'd ease him back in and use Latavius Murray a little bit. Um which they used Latavius, but mm-hmm. Dalvin got probably eighty percent of those snaps and he uh he looked healthy. But so he's young, so Yeah. No turnovers either by Kirk Cousins.
0: Yes. So no mistakes. He was very
1: efficient, like you said. Yeah. So I mean that's something that you gotta love. And speaking um, of turnovers, they won the turnover battle by three, mm-hmm. which you know, every NFL fan knows that is a key stat in the outcome of games. Um, and Cousins has been bit by the turnover bug
0: mm-hmm. early in his career with the Redskins. and yeah. You know, so it it that's uh, comforting and
1: reassuring for the Minnesota Vikings fans to see. I think he realizes that he doesn't have to force as much mm-hmm. with Minnesota because... He knows he's surrounded by a great team. Defensively, they're probably top 5. Mm-hmm. Offensively, he's got playmakers that can do stuff for him. Um, so it's hard to call Kirk Cousins a game manager cuz he's he's better than that, but that might be what that, that might be all he has to do this year. It's just not turn over the ball. Move, you know, move the ball downfield. I mean, they're they're a good team. So So this
0: is a tough matchup. It the is. division matchup. This
1: is the second Week in a row for Packers,
0: but a division matchup too. So this is a big game for them. They can go up, already have b two and o and beat two of their division, you know, divisional rivals. Yeah. So it's a big game for them. Um. So, First what about round. you? What do you? I mean, I mean, I mean, what do you think here? I think this is a, a super tight game.
1: Depends think, on what Aaron Rodgers is on the field. Is he? Is he, I think he, Aaron Rodgers will be on the field, and I think that Minnesota is going to take this one because. Rodgers is not 100%. He won't be able to move, um, which is one of his strengths. Now, don't get me wrong, he can still, he's as accurate as they come. He can, you know, he can stay in the pocket if he has to, but the Minnesota defense is not going to make it easy. So, I'm going to take Minnesota for that reason.
0: I'm going to agree once again. I, yes. There will be one of these games that we will
1: disagree <laughs> on, I
0: promise. I'm sure, um, because
1: usually me and you do not... see uh, IDI all the time. So, <laughs> nah.
0: But I am going to go with Minnesota as well. You just don't know as far as the health of Aaron Rodgers um, if... I don't think a performance like he pulled off last week, he's not going to be able to pull off that kind of performance against Minnesota. Well, maybe they I don't think him so. up with some prescription medication. Yeah, I don't know if anybody <laughs> saw that, but my my boy Aaron Rodgers, he was definitely geeked up on some painkillers at the end of the game. Uh, you know, post game interview. Um, it's been no, that's not
1: that's not even fair. Aaron Rodgers is already in the zone. Yeah, in regular life. <laughs> so give him a little bit of some, you know, scripts on the sideline. This is yeah.
0: I mean it's floating around on Facebook, <laughs> floating around everywhere on social media and dude if you take a look that boy's eyes is the the, the pupils are <laughs> dilated he looks cooked. Um so but it is what it is. We're both going with Minnesota Vikings in this uh important divisional matchup. All right. All right, next up we got the Houston Texans. They will be visiting the Tennessee Titans. Um Division. Yeah, another division. I li- I'm. I'm liking this. You know what we got <laughs> going here. A lot of division games here in week two. Yeah. I think most of them were actually division games. Now that I'm thinking back at it, you know, looking back at the schedule. But so important games being played early. I like it. Um, the Titans last week. I, I was really disappointed in Tennessee Titans last week. Yeah. I mean, I, I I I don't know. I I. The Titans is another team that just can't seem to put it together. Um, I loved the gutsy call. Uh, you know me. I'm all about gutsy calls. I love when when, when coaches go for it and, uh, on fourth down early in the game. I do. Um, Where were they at? They were, they were like fourth and it, it was like at the Dolphins three-yard line. Okay. And Mike Vrabel, yeah, rookie like. coach Mike Vrabel, yeah. makes a gutsy call, goes for it. And they get stopped. And they got stopped by Minka Fitzpatrick, who... The, uh... First round draft pick of yeah. the Miami Dolphins, I believe out of Alabama, I think. Um, it's, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's Alabama. Maybe I'm wrong. Um but then the Titans go on through the game and Mariota makes some head scratching throws. He he had two yeah, he really had, disgusting interceptions. Yeah, I, I saw those
1: and um I don't know what to think. I guess if you're a fan of the Titans, maybe you can become delusional and say, well, we had the rain delay. Um, That didn't help. I Mm -mm. mean, I'm sure that took away rhythm. But he looked terrible before the rain delay. Yeah. So, can't really use that. Um, And uh, he gets hurt later in the game. I mean, you couldn't think of a more worst-case scenario for an opening game um, with the delay, the struggles, getting hurt. I'm not even sure if he came back in.
0: He didn't. Blaine Gabbard finished the game. Oh, yeah. Mariota and, <laughs> and Luck, refresh by memory. they were in the same draft class, right? Mariota and Winston. And Wentz? Winston. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. One and two. I was going to say, if it was Mariota Luck in the same draft class, there's something wrong with that draft class, because they're well, always it hurt. Was,
1: it was Luck and RG3. That's what that was. Well, that's even worse, now that <laughs> you think about that. At least uh, Mariota's still playing a game of football. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not sure who won that draft pick, because you, you, Winston... You gotta we'll see get Tennessee. To him later, But I'm I'm starting to lose hope on him. Yeah. yeah, uh Mariota. You know, I wanted to give him the ben- benefit of the doubt last year with a down year. Um but, you know, you have to start accepting things and I'm just starting to wonder if he's a starter in this league. Um anyway, we we have Delaney Walker out um For the year with a broken ankle, I mean, talk about another star tight end, a Mm -hmm. go-to target gone. That's obviously going to hurt Mariota if he does play this week. So there's a lot of work to do for that team. Um, Mm -hmm. On on the other side of the ball, the Texans, another struggling performance now. They went to Gillette Stadium. That's always tough. The Patriots, they're not going to let you – they're not going to beat themselves – And the Texans certainly did not help because um, they had some turnovers. Uh, Watson really struggled in the first half. Um, I believe they had a fourth down miss, Mm -hmm. you know, when they could have put points on the board. Um, They had a big injury. They lost their right tackle, Henderson, with a broken foot. So they'll have to look for replacements for him. Um, What do you think about Houston? Houston. Well, I was really looking forward to seeing Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he came back and he was healthy.
0: He was a stud, <laughs> right? Yeah. We had we had um, this game last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ridiculous game. Yeah, takes Tom Brady to have another ridiculous drive to beat him in the in the waning seconds. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> no longer on the an no team, but he you know it takes Brady a a, a last minute drive to, to win the game. So, Deshaun Watson, first game back from injury. J.J. Watts back? Yeah, J.J. Watts back. And, and I'm like, okay, we're going to see Deshaun shine. Actually, last week, this was like my underdog pick. I actually liked yeah. the Texans coming into New England, which is mind-blowing. But I did I did like them because they have Watson come back. Watts back. I thought we we, we, we were going to see well, a different...
1: I'm wondering if um, he's missing Will Fuller. Because when Watson played last year... Will Fuller was healthy and he's a field stretcher. He 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 demands attention. It creates more space for Hopkins. Like Hopkins had a good line to finish the game, but he, he didn't take the game over like he was last year. Um you know, I think Fuller, that field stretcher, I think Watson's missing it. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely opens things up. It was yeah. a it was a bad omen first play of the game, bad handoff, right? Yeah, the and fumble. and they fumbled the ball. That's
0: so, just... you know, like when I first saw that I said, Well, I guess this isn't going to go with playing for the Texans. So, um, needless to say, uh, I think the Texans have a lot more to show. Um, so, when it comes to these two teams, as far as the Texans and Titans, if Blaine Gabbert's playing, I'm I'm picking the Texans all day. I will tell you, if um, if Mariota's playing, the Texans, I'm probably way. still <laughs> picking the Texans all day. I don't right. think it matters. So, um, we, but one we, thing we, the Titans are going to need to do, if. I, 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 if Marriott plays, but especially if, if Blaine Gabbert plays,
1: give Derrick Henry the ball. <laughs> He's I'm, a man among boys. I mean, and the, I mean look at the man's I mean, built. Sometimes, though, you, know, you can have the physical tools, but it doesn't necessarily make you a great player. Now, he has big play potential. He's shown it before, but sometimes I wonder if a man that big has a hard time getting going. Going. Mm -hmm. You know, Deion Lewis came in, played pretty good. Um, Yeah. 16 carries, 76 yards, and a touchdown. But I do agree. Henry, whether or not he's a great player or not, he's physically imposing. They need to get him going, wear down the defense, find a way. So, um, but we'll see. We both got Houston for this one.
0: Yes. Let's keep in mind, Taylor Lewin, their big center, who they uh, signed to a big contract is Also questionable, so that could be a big loss as far as protection goes.
1: All right, our next matchup is the Cleveland Browns visiting the New Orleans Saints. Um, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of storylines with both of these teams um, coming in. I guess we'll start with Cleveland. Could you have had a a more Cleveland type game to to open the year? I mean, they didn't win a game last year. They've lost 31 out of their last 32 games and they really should have lost this game but when it was handed to them it's just man the football guys do not like the cleveland browns i feel for their fans a block field goal to basically end overtime um it's just that that's the uh that's how the game went but there's a lot more to it um you know, About the tie is their best start like the last how many years like that's crazy like that yeah know, you know like the tie is their
0: best start in, like the last I-, I forgot how many years it was I-, I I can't remember what the stat was but that this is now their best start they tied
1: that says it all for this franchise but there is hope Browns fans very uh, much you know this game was weird um, very heavy rains so that. Change schemes for both teams. Uh, Tyrod Taylor threw the ball 40 times. Um, That's not what Tyrod Taylor does. He's a 20 to 25, you know, attempt type of a player. So that stat alone shows you this game did not go to plan. Um, I think a big... Story of this game was the turnovers. When they had six turnovers, mm-hmm. I mean they should have been blown out. And Pittsburgh let them back in it, but um, Pittsburgh turned the ball six times. Pittsburgh did. Yes, sure. Ben Ben Ben
0: Roethlisberger had um four interceptions, and then they fumbled the ball twice.
1: That is correct. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, despite the fact that they forced six turnovers, um, they still couldn't find a way to, to win. win the game. I mean. Unfortunately that? that there was a tie. Um,
0: how do you win that turnover battle? You you, you make Big Ben, <laughs> who granted last year had a game where he turned the ball over five times himself and then he went to the locker room and said, Well, maybe I just don't have an award, maybe I I'm should quit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna retire. So, um but how do you turn the ball over six times and get a tie? Leave it to Cleveland. Yeah, you, that just kind of shows you um I don't want to say, uh, yeah, ineffectiveness. It's you know, you know, it's an ineffectiveness. Uh, Tyrod Tilla did what he could. Um, like you said, he did have a really nice rush for a touchdown. He did rush for a touchdown, and it was a really good rush where he lowered the shoulder and made sure he got in where most quarterbacks would go when they see contact coming. They'll go out of bounds. Instead, he took the hit to get the touchdowns, so and yeah. that was good to see. Um, but you know, you know, going to the Saints now. You know, the Saints on the other hand, um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if. Uh, you know, Dick Cutter out coach showing Peyton. I don't know if the game plan that they had. I I I don't know what happened there. But Ryan Fitzpatrick cooked the New Orleans Saints.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they just, um, were looking ahead. I don't know. I mean, it's game one. You have to be excited. You have to be, you know, prepared. But it's like, this isn't the defense we saw last year. Um, Maybe they didn't respect the deep ball. Fitzpatrick killed them on the deep ball. He made some maybe, crazy passes, man. Maybe they didn't game plan for that. Maybe mm-hmm. they expected Tampa Bay to come in more conservative. But after I get beat on two deep balls, I'm going to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dennis Allen should have did a better job of trying to figure out, you know, take away something. Mm-hmm. Um but Fitzpatrick came in and lit him up.
0: Dude, the Saints expected Fitzpatrick, but they got Fitz Magic instead, <laughs> and you know it, it, You know, and it showed. You know, and and not Fitz Tragic. No, not Fitz Tragic, <laughs> not Fitzpatrick. They got Fitz Magic.
1: And uh, you know, for the Saints, their offense can move the ball. Alvin Kamara is a freaking stud, man. I, I've not seen. He he reminds me of Jamal Charles, but maybe better. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he just. He's always like three yards away from the nearest defender, and he doesn't take big hits. He he's a smaller guy. He kind of knows how to avoid big hits. He's fast. I mean that guy. But this is where I'm getting on the Saints. The boy only had eight carries. I know, but that he can't had, happen. But he, he had so much receiving. They, they use him in receiving. I understand that, but he had eight carries, still well, for the whole game. And the game is. was
0: it, there wasn't a blowout. It wasn't
1: that the the, the Bucks at any point were blowing him out. But my point is I don't think they can let him carry the ball that much because You I think mean, they're being missing, conservative because the Ingram they They're out. missing Mark Ingram. They get him back in week five, but Alvin Kamara is a small guy, so if they give him fifteen to twenty carries over the course of the season, he might not hold up. So I really think they like to get him in space, which obviously worked. Um he was able to get close to two hundred yards combined. Well no, I'm sorry more like 130, 140, um, three touchdowns. But I do agree they need to run the ball more. They need um, – they, they just signed Mike Gillisley, right? Yeah, but they – that and,
0: and that was my inlet going <laughs> They need too. to use him. Well, no, no, but, but listen, this this was my inlet going. So Kamara carries the ball eight times. You one you actually hand the ball off one time, you give it to Mike Gillisley. Mike Gillisley has a history of fumbles. Okay. What happens? He carries the ball. He gets stripped. And the Bucks take it to the crib. So why is Mike Gillisley carrying that ball? They need... Why isn't Kamara just... I mean, the boy had eight carries. You can't be that worried that he's going to break down. The, he could carry a lot more than eight times. So in that instance, why yeah. are we picking Gillisley over Kamara? And they the game's need, not out of
1: reach. They need to find another option. Um, if Gillisley is that bad at handling the ball, um, I believe Jonathan Williams mm-hmm. from the practice squad... Or Maybe he's on the roster right now. They need someone else to get some touches. Um, how about Michael Comerica, Thomas? Camara can afford more than eight. I agree with you. Sure. But once you get over 15, like they need to preserve him. What about um, Michael Thomas? Monster. Michael Thomas. What a beast. 16 receptions, <laughs> 180 yards, and a touchdown. You know he had um, – he only – how many receptions? Uh, 16. Yeah, he had 17 targets. So, he so. Was sixteen, seventeen. 17. <laughs> so that's kind of impressive. Yeah. He's, he's very good. Uh, Ted Ginn, he still looks like he's got his speed. Um, offense is not the problem. They just need to shore up their defense. I think they can. They have the talent all across every aspect of that defense. So a little home opener mm-hmm. let down. Um, they actually have lost a lot of home openers the past few years. It's like something they do. Um, but I guess we need to move on. Who you got, Tampa Bay at home? I mean, I'm sorry, uh, New Orleans at home or Cleveland on the road?
0: You know, <laughs> I would love to say, Cleveland fans, that this is the week you'll get your win. Um, But I, I, I can't be confident in that this week. Um, So I'm going to go with the Saints. I think the Saints bounce back. Their defense, bounce, uh, their defense mainly bounced yeah. back. Their offense doesn't even bounce back. They got that. Their defense bounces back against the Cleveland Browns and Ty Tyrod Taylor.
1: I agree. New Orleans real quick. Uh Do you expect Baker Mayfield to play at any point this season? Well, what Let me go ahead and get a uh, Where do you What's your guess? What week if This is week. where I stand with Baker Mayfield <laughs> and the Cleveland Browns. If
0: I I feel that if Baker Mayfield is in that game last next last, uh, last week the Steelers, they probably win the game. That's a very fair point. So <laughs> I think Baker Mayfield should be on the field. He should be on the field now. If you thought Baker Mayfield was better than Sam Darnold and the Jets have Sam Darnold starting and you pick Baker Mayfield overall
1: number one, Baker Baker Mayfield needs to be on the field. Yeah, we can talk about this for days. I'm going to go with him starting week.
0: Uh, I I don't know. It's hard to say because if Tyra Taylor starts winning, they're not going to take him out. We'll see. We'll see soon. Um, how about you guys? Let me uh, let let us know. How about you guys <laughs> tell us? Hey, uh, hey I, I got an answer. I think Baker Mayfield, Mayfield will start Week Eight, or I think he's going to start next week, or whatever the case would be. Whatever I see Tampa.
1: Think. I see Tampa Bay on the schedule in about six or seven weeks. That so looks like a good spot, but we'll see. All right.
0: So how about this? We have three AFC East teams that are one and zero. We we expected that the Patriots would be one and zero. Division matchup. Um, another division matchup. But, now we have the Miami Dolphins 1-0 By and the Jets way,
1: 1-0. One of those teams that are 1-0, no one saw that coming. Let's just be honest. True. Well, I guess you can say that, nah. I think I we could the, all have predicted that the Bills were all 1-1. We could have predicted that Miami could have won at home against Tennessee. That's not shocking. But the way the Jets manhandled Detroit uh, last night on the road. We'll the, have way a the way it started, too. I mean, the very first pass... Of Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's career, pick six. I mean, I at that point I thought the game was going to be over. But. I, I thought it'd be disgusting. Um, it was.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> <For the laughs> well, 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 I thought like it'd be disgusting for the Jets at that yeah, point. You know when he, you know, and he doesn't make a good throw. He throws across his body, very mm-hmm. on the
1: other side of the field. That's one of those things where that was like a scripted play to begin the game. Like they had prepared for it all week. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This is our first play. We're gonna catch him off guard. So Sam Darnold, just like that, was on his mind. That that was the play, and he just uh, he bounced back from it, though.
0: Yeah, like sad positive thing about Sam Darnold is that after that, he turned in a pretty impressive performance. He was efficient. He's only threw he only threw five incompletions. He to be sixteen to twenty one. Even though they scored a boatload of points, he only threw a uh, hundred ninety eight yards. Um, but they were in pretty good field position the whole game due to the Lions not being able to mm. take care of the ball. Defense forced five interceptions. Five interceptions. Um, they had
1: a punt return touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. all over, they um, performed very well. So, it was – I know we just talked impressive. about the Browns, but Browns
0: fans, Isaiah Crowell had two rushing touchdowns. <laughs> and he had a pretty beast one, at the, you know, towards the end of it. Even
1: the first one, he, um, he, he shed some contact. So, yeah, it's, you know – I
0: wonder I'm, about that move. I'm 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 really interested moving forward the chemistry that Darnold and Robbie Anderson's gonna have. Cause they Robbie didn't like much last night. No, I mean, off, other than that one play. Other than that one play, but I think moving forward, I mean Robbie Anderson to me, he's a very to me Robbie Anderson's a very underrated wide receiver, and we can sit here and say, well, that's because he hasn't had good good quarterbacks. But he had
1: a pretty solid year with Josh McCown throwing the ball last year. I think the thing about Robbie Anderson, I just think he is from what I've seen, more one-dimensional. Like, he is a deep threat, and he is, he, he is great at it. Like, last year, a lot of his touchdowns came deep. He he, he doesn't – now, I can see later in the season, Robbie Anderson becoming more of a factor once Darnold gets more comfortable. But last night, other than that one throw, Darnold was looking for a new one a lot. I think they were trying to get more quick passes out, keep mm-hmm. the rookie safe. Um but Robbie Anderson is the playmaker on that team as far as the receiver core who can stretch the field. And mm-hmm. he, I think he does need to get more involved. I mean, one target last night, a 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. So, um, the uh, Jets, J- they, they look good for their first game. Yeah.
0: And for those who don't know me and we listen to this and those who don't know me, um, <laughs> Matt texted me and said that Ange, Ange being my father, uh, he's a diehard Jets fan. And uh, Jet fan, he's oh, been he a Jet has fan forever. he suffered so yeah, so you know, uh, he called me, actually, and he was super pumped about Sam Darnold's performance, and and rightfully so, so I'm happy for him. It looked like he belonged
1: the so far. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it seems like they made a good call. So on the other side of the ball, we have Miami, um, and yeah, you know, of course they were involved in that rain delay game that was just brutal to watch. I, you know, it was hard to keep up with it, hard to have a rhythm in that game. Longest game Um, since the merger. Yeah. Tannehill played pretty good coming back from injury. Um, you know, he had a mistake in the red zone that, you know, didn't end up, ended costing them the game. But, um, overall coming back from injury, I think you have to be happy as a Dolphins fan with what you got. Um, he is their best option at quarterback and you just have to hope he can find ways to win like he did last week. I don't see this team being a huge threat, um, but I can see them annoying teams enough to keep close games.
0: Yes, and uh, you know the big thing that uh, with the Dolphins against the Titans, half of their points came off of turnovers. So they scored 13 of their points off of turnovers, so they were able yeah. to connect on the mistakes that the Titans did make. Uh, one thing that I was really impressed with when it comes to the uh, Dolphins, there was, there was two, two, two people I was really impressed with. Kenny Stills took the number one rod receiver role because Devonte Parker was not playing.
1: Devontae Parker, man, we gotta move on from this guy. I know we do. I don't want, I don't know why we we still talk about. It. I I was a I was a, a Devontae Parker truther. Like I thought he was going to be the next big thing, but he is. I don't think he's going to be uh, what we thought he was. But how about um, Kenny Stills taking Kenny over? Stills, though. I he's mean, been four, good. four
0: four receptions, one hundred and six yards, two TDs. He he has been good, but he was stuck as that third man yeah. when Parker and Landry were both there. Yeah. Um so he really got a chance to shine, he showed out. And then how about old man Frank Gore's outrunning Kenyon
1: Drake? They both ran it, well. Um he Frank Gore outperformed Drake. Drake got more carries. Um The Gore, the ageless wonder. I was gonna say it. I thought he was going to Miami to retire. He's out (laughs) here running (laughs) circles around Kenyon Drake.
0: Yeah, I thought he was just going
1: for like a you know. He must have an infinity stone. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was going back to Miami for like a trip to remember his new days
0: when he yeah. was like in college, beasting or something, like you said. So well, yeah. I was I I was shocked that that Gore put up that production that he did. Granted, it wasn't something mind blowing. He had nine carries for sixty one yards, a pretty good average. But for
1: Miami, that's what they want. They want him to spell Drake because going back to my Camaro thing, Drake's a smaller guy, but he's a he's a good player in space. So they want to. But so was Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll use them both. And um, Anyway, we got the Dolphins on the road at the Jets. Two very tough teams to gauge this early in the year. Both impressive so far, considering what you expected. Um, what you got? This is a tough one. Uh, it really
0: is because I don't know if the Jets were good or the Dolph- or, or the Lions were just that bad. So that what kinda kinda tears me away. Darnold's first home game at home. Maybe some jitters. But hell, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with J
1: E T S like Fireman <laughs> Ed. I'm gonna go with the Jets at home. Alright. Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm going go with Miami, man. Okay. I knew there would be one Miami. we disagree on. I don't know why, but I just am. So we'll see. We finally have a disagreement uh eight games into the pod. Next matchup, we got Kansas City going to Heinz Field to play the 0 0 1 Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Um, this game I'm excited about. It's one of the games I'm looking forward to this week. We got Kansas City um, coming off a very impressive division win on the road with a rookie quarterback in his first game. My um, homes. He came out firing, mm-hmm. um, or should I say Ty- Tyreek Hill came out firing. That guy, you can't <laughs> cover him. You can't. I mean, the dude is faster than probably any NFL player I see. As far as game speed, now he may have not been the best 40. I don't know. I can't, I can't say for sure. But watching him on the field, I mean, he just you can't catch that guy. Um, but, yeah, Mahomes comes in. He looks pretty pretty comfortable for his first game. And I think a lot of that, I'm going to give credit to Andy Reid. Great offensive mind. Um, He knows how to – he's always been good developing quarterbacks, um, and he's always been good offensively. Uh, He knows how to create mismatches. He knows how to get his players good opportunities. Um, It it makes me think about other teams who – Aren't creative like Atlanta, for instance, in the red zone, who just come out in the goal line. Um, you know, this day and age in the NFL, you, you gotta you gotta have motion, you gotta have distraction. Andy Reid, mm-hmm. two of Patrick Mahomes' touchdown passes were little flip tosses, yeah. on sweeps mm-hmm. because the defense is focused on Kareem Hunt on the three yard line, a beast, and Andy Reid being the genius that he is, I mean, he's not gonna let the defense sit there and be like. You know, this is predictable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... He's a very impressive offensive mind. I think Mahomes is just going to be a great quarterback. Um, But it'll be a test on the road. Um, Will anything stick out to you from I this mean,
0: game? I mean, this could only smell great for the Kansas City Chiefs because if they can get a quarterback like Mahomes going like this, who has a cannon of an arm, we saw oh, in an yeah. exhibition when he threw that 60-yard <laughs> touchdown and just... Perfect raindrop, you know, into the hands of the receiver. They didn't Ty- have... Yeah, they, they, and, and yeah, Tyree. They didn't have that with Alex Smith. Granted, um, we'll talk about Alex Smith later. He had a decent game. I'm not yeah. hating on Alex Smith. But they did not have an Alex... Uh, what that with Alex he Smith? T-
1: Alex Smith took shots, but he does not have the arm. No.
0: Um, and that just creates a whole different dynamic. And Mahomes I mean, could be I, I, a lot more consistent Yeah,
1: than Alex Smith is. Well... You hope – like, Alex Smith is Mr. Consistency. I mean, Mahomes has got more physical talent for sure. Um, And, you know, like you said, the cannon arm. Um, He's got a better running ability than Smith, although Smith was a good runner. Um, Yeah, he can be a little more – you know, more of a threat as far as, like, your checkdowns and stuff. Alex Smith Mm -hmm. is Mr. Checkdown. Um, But what do you think about him on the road – just things well he was on the road last week but Pittsburgh's a different it's a different beast but so, i mean yeah.
0: i like anybody if to, if someone can have a guy like Tyreek Hill puts <laughs> up seven receptions 169 yards two touchdowns not cat on his his run back off a punt yeah. that was 94 yards so the dude had almost you know 300 yards total by himself which is insane it's insane um the Steelers are a team though that are known when they're they're a good team. Tomlin is very good after coming he ha- off losses. Coming off loss yeah. if they have a bad game at home. to refocus. They're at home, like you said. So uh it's gonna be tough for the Kansas City
1: Chiefs. Real quick, what do you think about just curious, the Le'Veon Bell situation? What is your take on on not only how it's gonna end, but or at first, just yes or no, did that have an impact on the Cleveland game? No, no, I don't God think played well, right, in his absence. 31 carries,
0: 135 yards, two touchdowns. He did fumble, but impressive. Yeah,
1: that fumble was a little unfortunate.
0: It was, but um, um, you know, imp- impressive num- numbers nonetheless.
1: But the Le'Veon Bell situation um, got a lot of fans. Offensive line was even bashing them for Pittsburgh. Yeah. They, there were reports that you know they weren't happy with them. So I just wonder... When he comes back, um, Well I see if a, that is. I seen a report today. Don't know if it was a legit report, but I, I saw a report today that said that they have moved LeVeon Bell off the death chart. Yeah. As a um right now just an organizational move because he hasn't reported. No yeah. need to list him until he reports. So when he comes, if he he will come back, it's just a matter of when and when he does, he'll be he'll be back in the offense. But James Conner you know, great story. Had cancer, beat cancer, ends up getting drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um and he he made the most of that opportunity. So I think that's someone to look out for against Kansas City. If Connor
0: keeps playing like this, they're not going they might not think about signing Le'Veon Bell again.
1: Well honestly. Here's the thing, they have already franchised them, they're committed to him. So um I read a report. Le'Veon Bell has to report by week 10. He can stay out until week 10 if he wants. He's just going to lose almost 900000 a week. Um, he better do not walk into that locker room in week 10. I, I think maybe his, his teammates might jump the heck out. Well, I don't think he will <laughs> because that's a lot of money to lose. Um, I really don't know what his game plan is here because, you know, you're in a you're in – it is what it is. You've – You've been franchised. Either you come and play and earn your money, or you sit and lose it. And he, I know he wants to. His agent said he wants to preserve his body for next year's contract. Um, but NFL teams ain't gonna like the fact that you bet on your team, um, for half a year if that's what he decides Correct. to do. And he he needs to get back, you know, and show whatever team he plans on signing with next year that he's still as talented. And I I know he is, but he's got to come back soon. So, with that, all that said, what do you what, what, what do you think? Yeah, we got a little sidetrack there on Bill. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's great. Um, that's what it's here for. But Pittsburgh, um, six turnovers, which, you know, I wrongly accused Cleveland of earlier. But, well, because uh, you're used to Cleveland I mean, turning they, the ball over six times. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but the fact that they still technically didn't lose because of that shows you that they're a good team. Um you know, Big Ben, he goes out there a lot of the times and he just does not care, dude. He will chuck it, he will he will lock in on Antonio Brown sometimes, he will force it in between coverage. You see that one take he threw? Yeah.
0: Where he just chucked it, he was on like the five-yard line and he chucked it in the middle of the field there was absolutely nobody there
1: but a Browns player waiting. The one he threw that led to the game-time touchdown was inexcusable. Was that the same one? I wonder, I can't remember. There were so many of them. No, um, the, no,
0: no. That um, that was the fumble. He he got stripped fumble, and then that led to the game. Okay. The game um, out.
1: but he has a long leash. He knows that he can go out there and play as crazy as he wants to. Uh, most of the time, it doesn't turn out like it did this past Sunday. Um, but you know they had the rain. Um, the Le'Veon Bell situation had a little bit of locker room turmoil going on, but I think. They'll bounce back at home. Um, personally, I think they have to. I think Pittsburgh wins this at home. Kansas City's a great team. Like, uh, I think they'll challenge them, but I, I'll take Pitt at home because, you know, they they got they got to bounce back after that. Well, situation the, crazy, last the week.
0: the crazy thing about this is, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. <laughs> Two
1: in a row. And the
0: reason why I'm going with the Chiefs is I like the new-look Chiefs. I'm not saying that I'm already jumping on the Patrick Mahomes bandwagon. I'm not saying that. But when I look at that game that, he, that that they played against the Chargers, I was highly impressed from the beginning to the end of it. And I think um, I just have this gut feeling. With We have this whole Le'Veon Bell situation going on. I have this gut feeling that this could potentially be a down year for the Steelers. I don't know why, but I have this feeling that right. this might not be the year of the Steelers. This and, and if that's the case, then it's a move on from Mike Tomlin. It's a potential move on from Ben Roethlisberger, and 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 that, and and then we might have a new look Steelers for next year. And I, obviously, I know I'm Man, jumping. What, so weird. Yeah, and I know I'm jumping way far, but I think the Chiefs come to Pittsburgh and take this one. We will see. All right, we got the defending Super Bowl champion. Are they ever? Philadelphia Eagles. Against the, I don't know, rejuvenated, feeling really good about themselves, one and O, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, so yeah, uh, real, real interesting when you go, you know, look at this game. Maybe a couple of weeks before the football season, uh, uh, after the football season ended, you think this quarterback matchup looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. We maybe see Wentz back from injury. We maybe see Jameis Winston. You expect to see Jameis Winston. But unfortunately for Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston doesn't know how to stay trouble. Jameis Winston
1: uh, I may mean, not have a job when he comes back. Yeah, so... I'd be close to cutting ties with that guy if he don't straighten up. I,
0: yeah, I agree. He hasn't <laughs> been much of a benefit when he's on the field, and he's been a hazard off the field. So, yeah. um, so this very interesting matchup as uh, Philly goes into to Tampa Bay. Now, in, in a whole, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the game that Philly had played. Uh, me and you were talking throughout the whole game pretty much. It took them way too long to get J.J.I.E. involved in the game. Yeah, and once they finally did.
1: until like, almost half. Yeah, and
0: then once they finally <laughs> did, what happened? That's when the game had changed for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, I, I, you know, I don't know if they just thought they didn't go in there and sling it against the Falcons because that's what they were trying to do for most of the first half. Yeah, unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm, very unsuccessfully. But um, mm-hmm. so we, we had them making that decision in week one. And then we have the Tampa Bay Bucks, who last week I had the Saints as a as a lock to win that game. I said if there's a lock, this I didn't even I didn't even say that the, the the Steelers were a lock over the Browns.
1: I said if there is a lock, you know who my lock was? Who? Well, I, I was in a survivor pool, and I tried. Well, I didn't I didn't even think I was being cute, but I picked Detroit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you think you know things? Yeah, but that's not the case. No. So, that's why you know, over here. Yeah, yeah, trying to <laughs> figure it all out.
0: Yeah, which, you know, help you guys out, maybe make a decision. But um, but yeah, so you know, I'm thinking, you know, the Saints we, we're, we're going to win this and then Fitzpatrick pulls off Fitz magic and he looks like a million dollars. He was making passes that I've never seen the man make. He was dropping perfect passes in Dial the bread the basket. Basket. Dude, he was dialing up things. It was it was insane. Um. So, this is an interesting matchup to me because, like I said, I don't like the way the Philadelphia Eagles e- – e- even though the Eagles pulled off the win against Falcons, I did not like the way they looked. I think they're missing Jeffrey. You know, they don't Huge. have
1: – He's kind of the downfield, let me win the one-on-one battle type of a presence. And, um, you know, they also – can't the name is escaping me? Matt Holland, I believe. Matt Max Hollins. Hollins. Max Hollins. He he's injured, so they're down to Mike Williams, Nelson Aguilar, um, and their tight end Zach Ertz, who's a who's a playmaker. But with Nick Foles, um, Super Bowl MVP Nick Fo- uh, <laughs> Nick Foles. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm not sold on Nick <laughs> Foles. That was a Cinderella type run. Um, He's a backup quarterback in this league and a man, a game manager. And I don't know, man. Uh, if I'm Philly, I know I have a great defense. I'm getting J.H.I. in the game earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I guess, churning these wins out, hopefully, until wins gets back. Because that's what they're going to have to do. Game management, great defense, um, you know, Time of possession, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to just manage without wins because, you know, it's gonna be tough, man. They don't have a lot of, to me, offensive playmakers right now. I have a question. Where did the rejuvenation of Deshaun Jackson come from all of a sudden? In off season, I mean, I mean he's <laughs> been non-existent
0: pretty much for his first what year well, with Tampa? A you know, couple of years, year,
1: he. um I was listening to a few analysts talk about Deshaun Jackson, and they, they did all these kinds of um, game metrics where they can evaluate speed, you know. All, all, and they said that he had not lost speed. Um, Jameis Winston just misconnect with him so many times on, on deep passes last year where he had his defender beat. And so, you know, there was hope for him coming in this year, and, and Fitzpatrick was just able to connect with him. You know, he's still – A dynamic playmaker. Now he got a pretty serious concussion in this game, and Mm -hmm. his availability this week is still up in the air. But... Yeah, Jackson still got it, and Chris Godwin is very impressive, so he didn't step up in his absence. He made he a very,
0: year. when he laid out there in the middle of the field and was able to you know reel that in, that was an impressive catch. But and Big Mike Evans. I mean, you can't go wrong with <laughs> a guy like that, man. You wish, every team wishes they had a receiver like Mike Evans, he looked, who's big and deceptionally fast for a Now, guy. I've
1: always been a Mike Evans fan, and he just looked faster this this week than he had last year, like. I don't know what it was, but he just looked a lot better. Like he was getting separation. He was more than just go up and get the ball, Mike Evans. He was I'm ahead of you by two or three yards as well. So um you know, the offense is capable. They're at home. Um so I'm Philly's not gonna come in and just take this uh with ease. Um the defending champs. Um, who do you got? Or is there anything else you wanna
0: add for either of these teams? Oh well, no, this that just it's there's not really else I wanna add. Um I the thing that still worries me about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is that they were they were able to connect in the passing game and have big plays. Is that is that gonna happen against Philly who's no. a much better defense? No. And then when I take a step back and take a look away from the passing game and look at the run game, I'm not sold on Peyton Barber running the ball either. Um, and once again, against a very good Philadelphia Eagles defense. Um, oh, so man,
1: that, that defensive front is intense.
0: Yes. Very intense. So in, in order for the Bucks to win this, they're going to need Fitz magic again. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening again in week two. He doesn't have any more cards up his sleeves. No, <laughs> no. Well, not this week, at least, uh, you know, maybe a, a week later, but okay. no magic this week from Fitz magic. So, I'm going with the defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia We agree on that one. Okay. So, we'll see if
1: our predictions come true on that one. Uh, our next matchup is the Indianapolis Colts and the Washington Redskins. Uh, real quick, we just found out Greg Olsen may, in fact, not be done for the year. Um, the word is that he may rest the ankle and then plan to finish out the season before having surgery. Don't ask me how that works, <laughs> but we will see. Commendable so, effort by Greg Olson to yeah, be so able cro- to get back. Cross your fingers, Panther fans. Um, So the Colts and the Redskins. Uh, I'll start with the Colts. They took a home L this week to Cincinnati, but in theory, I think they took a win. Mm-hmm. With Andrew Luck coming out healthy, looking good. Um. Took a few hits. He actually took a real big hit early. Um, He had a... Actually, the other player who hit him was um, safety Sean Williams got ejected from the game. Go figure, another Bengals player getting ejected. (laughs) For a targeting hit. Um, So, Luck still being Luck. I mean, he was escaping the pocket on that play. And it was a third down play. And Andrew Luck's going to die for that first down. And he just got... I mean, I thought he got concussed, but mm-hmm. he was fine. But um, that being said, he survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he needs to stop taking the hits. I know he lo- he likes to go out and do what he needs to do, whatever he thinks he has to do for the team to win. But, I mean, he's been out almost two years, so he needs to – Calm it down a little bit in my opinion um that shoulder must be feeling pretty good he threw the ball 53 times 50 i was going to mention that 53 times that says a few things they can't run the ball is one well i think that's kind of all it says mm-hmm. they can't run the ball 53 times um that's J- a lot for any quarterback jay wilkins 14 carries 40 yards yeah they're running game um I'm surprised they didn't do a better job of addressing that, which they did. They drafted Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins this year, fourth and fifth round running backs. But And I guess theoretically they did address it in the, the O-line. They took um, Quentin Nelson first. Um, so they're doing what they can to try to protect Luck and get a better running game. But uh, he's going to have to air it out. That's just how the season's going to go. and hope that he can stay healthy.
0: Yeah, I'm actually kind of really uh, impressed. We talked kind of off-podcast earlier about the O-line and the ability to them to... Uh, protect Luck because yeah. that is the number one thing they need to do because he cannot take no more punishment. Yeah. I was really shocked, like you said, to see him go ahead and and, it and, was a big and take that hit. <laughs> and I'm sure Frank Reich, the new head coach of the Colts, and all the fans at Lucas Oil Stadium just cringed a little bit because they were like, oh no, here comes the cart, maybe. Again. Um, but no, he got back up and he kept ticking. I'm, I'm, and like you said, they, they should have won the football game. I, were... I felt like they outplayed. They were in a the position
1: Bengals. to win it for sure. Oh, Jack Doyle, Butterfingers. Yeah, drops the ball. Yeah, fumbles the ball.
0: So, um, like you said, I think it was a win with Smith's, um, Smith. Sorry, uh, Andrew Luck's performance, and then was a win because of the Colts O line performance. Yeah. Um, but definitely, they're hurting on weapon
1: side of things. Yeah, they got Ty. They got their two tight ends, Dole and Ebron, are decent threats. Ebron caught a touchdown. Yeah. Ty, yeah, T.Y. caught a touchdown. But Ryan Grant, I'm not so on him mm-hmm. being a – I mean, he's a decent two, but I think he's more of a three. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm really surprised he let Moncrief go because he showed flashes with luck. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't play well last year, but who did for yeah. that team? So, you know, their, their playmakers are not the best. Once again, Des Bryant sitting around probably yeah. wondering – Hit me up, guys. And that might be, I mean, I know Dez is being selfish because
0: that's Dez Bryant. and I know yeah. he wants to go to a contender. That's why he's not on the team yet. But I, 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 a Luck and Dez connection, if Luck can stay on the field, it could be beneficial
1: for both of them. So for Washington, they go in, which is another surprise for me last week, how they went in and handled Arizona. Um, Alex Smith's first game, he just dominated. You think Baltimore, that was a surprise to you? Yeah. It was. The way that game went, you think I was surprised? (laughs) You didn't think Arizona would do better at home? I mean, show up a little. They didn't score until basically the game was over. No, I didn't think they would do better because (laughs) they got somebody who I've thought for years is a garbage quarterback, and that's Sam Bradford. I think he's okay um, when he's healthy. I've I've seen him play decent. Um, I'm not saying he's great by any means. He obviously isn't even the future of this own team. He's a placeholder, you know, until – their rookie qb comes in and um rosen Rosen. yeah josh rosen um but i was just surprised i mean sam bradford let's just take him out of the equation you got david johnson one of the most electric running backs in the league just got a huge contract so i'm thinking he's gonna go out here and they're just gonna run like they're gonna run the ball well and their defense at home you know i thought that they would have performed a little better they just cannot stop alex smith from just moving the ball wherever he wanted, you know, just slowly down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, the time of possession was ridiculous in this game. Mm-hmm. You think Adrian Peterson's game had anything to do about, like,
0: just wanted to throw in Carnell's face a little bit? You know, he ended his season. Granted, he got hurt.
1: You know, he yeah. didn't actually finish it. You I think there know. was a little
0: extra gust to kind of sure, go out
1: there? I'm sure that... You know, in his mind, he wanted to show them what he can do. But, I mean, as a professional, I'm sure he understood that <clears throat> he was never going to be on that team with David Johnson. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't go out there and show them he still got it. Yeah, um, out- David Johnson. Yeah. I mean, I just wonder how the Cardinals came out so flat. Um, you but- know, maybe new coaching, Steve Wilks new quarterback Bradford I mean there's a lot of new pieces maybe they just haven't got it together yet but Washington certainly hit. certainly did and I'd really expect that production from Adrian
0: Peterson especially oh, he was a either. late he was a late signing they had to sign him like a week or two before the, I think maybe those fresh couple, legs yeah man. two weeks before the season so it did. not you know, granted, a- Adrian Peterson, AP, does a great job keeping himself in shape. He is a, a, a physical beast. Yeah. You know, um, so he he does a great job to keep himself prepared and ready at all times. But I just was not expecting that. You know, I think at total yards, he had like 166 total yards. Yeah,
1: and it does help when you have a good offensive mind um, like Jay Gruden, mm-hmm. you know, kind of overseeing the offense. um He looks for mismatches. Uh, The Chris Thompson touchdown was just beautiful. Yes. Uh, Out of the backfield on a linebacker. Um, Jordan Reed needs to stay healthy. Yeah. The linebacker never came close. Jordan Reed, they found him on the right sideline for a mismatch. When he's healthy, um, the man cannot be stopped. Correct. um, This game, we got Arizona. No. No, I'm sorry. Washington. Washington And the Colts. And the Colts. what you got, um, I'm gonna take Washington at home in this one. I just think the Colts they're going to keep up most of the year, but they won't be able to finish a lot of games. I think Washington's the better team. I'm gonna go Washington, too. Okay. Um,
0: I think, I think, uh, like you said, overall, Washington has more weapons, uh, Washington's a, 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 a better team overall. So I, I, I just think Washington has this uh, Who knows I can't be surprised by it's luck It's the NFL man It's the National Football League <laughs> Any given Sunday right Yeah. So, But I'm going to go with the Redskins Alright fair enough Alright next we have the uh, Cardinals Who are going into LA to What do you play. think about Sam Bradford I think Sam Bradford <laughs> is trash I think he's always been trash <laughs> Tell me how you feel man I think if Sam Bradford wants to listen to Ruffin the Podcast, this is he's where I very, keep, this is where I get rough. Man. He might be a good man, but he's a trash quarterback. Uh, so taking hits, yeah.
1: uh
0: So and that's why he gets kicked out of his starting quarterback role position because everybody knows he's trash. I mean, how many opportunities has he had, and how many opportunities someone else leaked him? Mm-hmm. It happened in Philly. But he's
1: like clean trash, though. He doesn't stink. He just he's not good for much else. I guess, but he's a career backup quarterback, today. that's what he is. He—that's he, he, where he's headed. He wants year.
0: to be a starter quarterback, but Sam, you got to realize, if you want to stay in the National Football
1: League, you're gonna have to accept that you're a, a career. And why would he backup. wear an NFL, NFL <laughs> uniform? That doesn't look like a Halloween costume. Yeah, what is that? Why is it so big? <laughs> his shoulder he, pads what's he, up in his head. Yeah, what's he doing, man? See, that's a. We're sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam. My bad.
0: I promise this isn't a <laughs> Sam bradford Rosen session. but Although, we could have one. Yeah, we could easily. definitely have one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could. But, yeah, so, uh, I mean, what to say? Arizona's offense was anemic. To it, say the least. It's anemic, and you have a good run game <laughs> with David Johnson. It's anemic, and
1: you have a wide receiver like Larry Fitzgerald. But who else after that, though? I mean, you got two rookies. You got Chad Will- um was it Chad Williams <clears throat> and then Christian Kirk? Well, Chad Williams is a sophomore. He was actually a rookie last year, but didn't play much. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like his first year. Christian Kirk comes in, um, and they were not really involved at all. I mean, none of the receivers really were super involved. I mean, they just couldn't get anything going.
0: But who do you blame for your involvement? In?
1: I can't blame the receivers. Mike McCoy. Yeah, I mean you got to blame. Yeah, I mean you got to
0: look at the 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 uh, drawing board and and see who who kind of writes up these plays. So yeah. Mike McCoy being the offensive coordinator, he's going to need to do some work and find a way to make Sam Bradford and his team effective.
1: I didn't really understand that hire. To no. be honest with you, I mean he wasn't super impressive in Denver last year. No. Um, granted, he was the he same had one with the head coach in San Diego. Yes, at one point mm-hmm. I believe um, and he didn't. Had a lot of QB help, but I don't know. The coaching changes in Arizona just kind of make me scratch my head a little bit. It's like they went defense, defensive minded head coach, um, but offensively, it's like, I don't know. I, I just. I'm getting off track here. I just didn't understand the the hires. I didn't. I wasn't really a big fan Bruce, of Bruce. The Cardinals
0: may be calling you, say, "Hey, get out of the play play by play booth. We want to hire you back
1: with your your fedoras and your 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 glasses." Speaking of play by play, what do you think about Jason Witten so far? You, you like? Him? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad.
0: He he adjusted well. Who's the? Other I don't guy? even want to talk about the 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 first game.
1: Oh, her voice, man. Yeah.
0: Um, and- Hey, I'm all for women power. you know, I'm not, I'm not saying... <laughs> but I've, she sounds
1: more of a man than me. You know, and yeah. Gosh, she's.
0: Her yeah, I mean, voice. like Doris Burke, you know, she does a good job with with, with NBA basketball. Like, like I said, it's <laughs> a woman basketball session. As far as announcing, if your voice was a little different, I may be able to listen to you. Yeah. But your voice
1: isn't. But, But yeah, so... So I, back on the Cardinals. Yeah, back on the Cardinals, sorry. Um, yeah. We're um, going from trash not, to trash to trash. Not a whole lot to speak of. You just got to hope for improvement. Yeah. Um, as far as the Rams last night, they looked pretty impressive at not so know, good the first half. No, nah, I think Oakland was just on a high from John, the John Gruden hire. you know, were, were from pumped. the max trade. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Marshawn Lynch touchdown to start the game, got him hype. Um, but the Rams, you know, really took control in the fourth quarter. Um Ty Gurley, he's one of the best. What can you say about him? I mean mm-hmm. His last night is just an average game for him. Um, hundred plus yards receiving, uh, or a hundred plus yards rushing, mm-hmm. some receiving yards. Um, the receivers for the Rams are very interesting to me. They have Cooks. a good top three: Cup, Cooks, and Woods. Woods. Uh, every single one of them were involved. As a defense, it's like you don't really know what what to do as far as your coverage because each one's unique. Every one of them are talented. Um, so, and then you got Sean McVay um, kind of overseeing that team offensively, and it's going to be tough on defenses to stop that offense.
0: It's a high-octane, fast-moving offense. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's just – You know, pedal to the metal, and they just keep going. They, they
1: No seatbelts. Offense down the throat. They don't care. Run <laughs> r- run, with girly down your throat. And you know what I'm asking? There, there's a um, theme – I'm starting to notice, well, it may just be more coincidence, but these these good offensive minds, I mean, they just get – the girly touchdown last night was off of the sweep, the mm-hmm. little touch pass. I mean, some of these coaches have to get with the times. Like, you, you can't line up an off formation anymore no. or, and just be predictable. Like, Sean McVay, the youngest head coach in the National Football League, is creative, and, mm-hmm. you know – we haven't even talked about the defense, one of the best in the league. And what they did to stack up that defense in the offseason. Yeah. You know, got a Kweep Talib back there now Aqib and All Pro.
0: You know, defensive, aggressive.
1: Mm-hmm. You That's know, front the line with Nadamik and Sue, and Donald. I mean, everywhere you go. Frightening. Yeah. Did you hear they almost. Always- Trying to get trade for Khalil Mack? That would have been unfair. <laughs> I mean, what is this? The Golden State Warriors? I know. What <laughs> like the freaking NFL? This can't happen. But I
0: think what Sean McVay and them are doing is is like you said, they're di- you are they're thinking outside the box. They're doing different plays. A lot of the plays that you've been seeing ran, I've seen them a lot in college football. Yeah. So you know, like That's you true. said, it's a new time. It's a, you know these these old fuddy duddies who've been in the NFL for for twenty years or so. You know, they like you said, they got to get with the times. Um, if you don't get with the times,
1: you're gonna be left behind, right? And you know it's a new National Football League, so the National Football League. But, so the, what, but sorry, um, I was gonna say the Rams are at home. Um, I don't see much reason to give the Cardinals much of a chance in this game. Personally, how about yourself?
0: I'd say if the Rams started their third string quarterback, <laughs> they would still beat Sam Bradford's Cardinals.
1: So I'm hey, going to go with the Rams. Rings. probably hate you right now, dude. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I am too. L.A. Rams, it's a sweep. All right. Our next matchup is the Detroit Lions visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Um, we'll start with the 49ers. So Jimmy G, first start. Well, not first start. It's kind of like his first start to me because this is his first offseason season. Um, he came in last year, you know, impressed everybody, five straight wins. But, you know, he's going into this year. This year is his team. So, um, goes on the road to Minnesota, and he struggles a lot in the first half. Um, you know, Minnesota's defense is very good. They, they kind of limited him in big plays early on. I really think McKinnon – being gone on this team is um, a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Um, Breida and Morris are fine, but I think the thing that McKinnon offers is the fact that when he's on the field, he um, he's not a predictable player. Mm-hmm. Okay, Morris is on the field. You're probably expecting a run. From the running back position. Mm-hmm. Breed on the field, you're probably expecting a pass from the running back position. I think Kyle Shanahan went for McKinnon because he is a dual threat. So I think sometimes – or I think going forward this season, that's just going to be a tough loss to overcome as far as, like, um, predictability on, you know, trying to fool the defense. Um also, they lost Goodwin in this game. He came back in, but he wasn't much of a factor from his injury. Uh, he's kind of the playmaker, down-the-field playmaker. So, I don't know, man. I like Jimmy G as a quarterback, but the skill position positions Curtain. on this team are underwhelming. So, I'm just wondering how they're going to have a hard time competing. Where was Pierre Garçon? You know, like where was Pierre Garçon? Wee wee
0: wee. Yeah. I know I and I didn't see him. Uh, I thought he would play definitely a bit a, a, a bigger factor in the game. Um but he did not. Um, you know, we talk about Alfred Morris, you know, really expecting to have um Jimmy G um sorry, not not, not Jimmy G, but Jarrett McKinnon. Alfred Morris goes in there and one of the key drives. They're at the goal line. It was a fourteen play. Drive and he fumbles, and they get nothing. They don't even get a field goal out of it. Um, So that was really, you know, really huge, a pretty big turning point for me because, like I said, they have one hell of a drive going, 14 plays, um, and they walk
1: away with zero. So that's kind of disheartening for an offense when that happens. I think uh, George Kittle is going to become the go to. He uh, finished with 90 yards. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he may be one of the few mismatches. For this team offensively, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, five receptions, ninety yards for George Kittle. So I mean, like you said, at the skill set for the skill set players, they have a lot of question marks right now. Um, so it's gonna be tough for them on the on, on the other side of the ball. Um,
1: and once again, Jimmy G didn't make it easier on himself throwing three picks. No, he did not. But he did have that one impressive touchdown throw to Pettis, he um, where he eluded pressure and off his back foot like Aaron Rodgers esque. Yeah, mean, that's the kind of playmaking talent he has he just needs you know, he needs more weapons and it may be another year before we see the best of Jimmy G he'll he'll just have to kind of manage this year with what he's got, but um, Detroit we kind of talked about them earlier yeah, Detroit was disappointing Yeah. Matt Stafford, I don't know where he's throwing the ball half the times that game man, he just was not seeing the field last night it's like, it's one of those things where you think Eminem in the building did something to him? You was like, he there? Yeah, Eminem
0: was the, the he was the, like, uh, captain, the honorary captain. Maybe he got, I don't know. But, Maybe uh, he, he was
1: nervous, I don't know. But Mom's spaghetti? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things where when it gets bad, it's like you just can't stop the, um, I don't know, it's like you can't stop it from getting worse, and he just, you know, wasn't seeing the field. I think he was forcing it, and... I'm just writing this game off for Matt Stafford because I think he's obviously better than this. Um, you're right, though. When Stafford's bad, it never gets better. It gets really, really bad. Yeah. Sometimes, like, <laughs> you see, when you're working on something, it it can be anything. Like, you make a mistake or you're just – you can walk away from it. But, I mean, Matt Stafford can't. Like, you're playing an NFL game. He doesn't have that forget mentality. It seems like when when he starts bad – it's like it, sh- it shakes him a little bit. He doesn't turn it around. So um, Matt Patricia can't
0: be happy. His first game he coaches, he gets blown out by the Jets. No. Nah. Quarterbacks <laughs> make poor decisions. So, you know, that wasn't a good outing for him. Um, he was very not happy
1: in the and post-game got, conference. <laughs> no, and, and going back to Stafford real quick, he got beat down he did. last night. I mean, he he had an Aaron Rodgers-like uh, similar knee scare. and mm-hmm. he, But he came back in, and then he took a shot to the ribs, and I was like, dude, you just need to hang it up for the night. Throw out – who was it? Who came in for him? Someone came in late the back up. I can't – Matt Castle. Matt Castle, Yeah, Yeah. Go out there, and he threw a pig. Yeah, I had had (laughs) his name on the tip of my tongue. I was like, I'm Um, that dude. So we'll just monitor Stafford. I think he'll be fine. Um, As far as the playmakers, uh, LeGarrette Blunt got hurt. I don't Mm -hmm. know the severity. But honestly, and I hate to say this, Garrett Blunt's had a great career, but I think it would be in Detroit's best interest for On Johnson to become the primary ball carrier, rookie out of Auburn. Yes. Um, dynamic in the passing game, running game. You know what Blunt's going to do when he's out there. I keep coming back to this about predictability. you got to be able – I mean, it's okay to have a, a running back who – Power back. A power back. hmm but for the most part, you need players out there that can do more than just run. And I think on Johnson, they they need to go to him pretty quick. One of my favorite tandems between
0: Slasher and 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 and, and Dasher or 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 Powerback. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm a little
1: biased, but it's Ahmad Bradshaw <laughs> and and uh and uh Brandon Jacobs. Those were the good days, my friend. Both were. But in case you guys didn't know, uh, we are New York Giants fans and. uh... We are. We have some good times, but a lot of bad recently. Yeah. But um, well, we yeah. promise not to be biased to the Giants. Well, we it's are very, we are very
0: honest about our team. <laughs> We're not just gonna say the Giants are the best. Yada yada yada. If we have a bad game, yeah. How I lit up Sam Bradford because I think he's trash. I, I I might have a rant or two over this podcast where I, if something doesn't go right for the Giants, I might light them up pretty bad too. Yeah. Just because I'm that passionate about it.
1: So, Detroit and the 49ers. 49ers are at home. Um, who you got in this one? Two teams that need to bounce back. Yes.
0: Lions really need to bounce back more because they had a, a lot worse game yeah.
1: than the 49ers in, in had. There some Monday night football at home. That's bad.
0: However, though, I don't... Eminem was pissed. Eminem's pissed. He's probably going <laughs> to put out a rap diss about Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm sure. However, though, I don't think this is the week they bounce back. I'm going to go with Jimmy G. Jimmy GQ. And the 49ers. Even though we don't know what it's like for Jimmy G to back up, to bounce back from a loss. This is his first loss to start quarterback. This is true. But I'm still going to go with Jimmy G. All
1: right, man. Well, I think that I will... Yeah, I'm gonna go to Detroit on the road. Okay, we'll see. Interesting, we will see.
0: All right, we got Chucky's, John Gruden's, Oakland Raiders, Raiders. versus the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I had to, okay. a la Chris Berman. Um, so Raiders, yeah, a lot of hype mm-hmm. for
1: couple reasons. For a coach that hadn't coached in 15 years. Coach I coach 15 years. hundred million man. hundred million dollar man. I I, I do got to say one thing I am grateful
0: for that John Gruden is out of the <laughs> the announcing booth. I miss him man. I was not a big fan of John Gruden <laughs> in the announcing booth. I
1: can't the, say that Whitten's going to fulfill that spot either. Well what's the other guy's name who was with Gruden? He is the 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 most boring announcer you will ever listen like Sean to. Sean Shulman. Uh, I think something like that. Yeah. So, I I don't even yeah he wasn't good either. Maybe this year would be better. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Raiders.
0: Raiders. Um so we get Gruden back, we're moving to Vegas. <laughs> um we times trade Khalil Mack.
1: Times were great. Yeah,
0: times were great. Well, we're excited and then boom, right before excuse me, right before <laughs> the season, we trade Khalil Mack. We don't want to give him money.
1: Man, what do you? What's your opinion on that trade? Because I haven't got it from you. I think it's Gruden just flexing, honestly. I think it's stupid.
0: I think Gruden is just like I'm the boss. Yeah, I'm going to tell you blah 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 blah, and he's just
1: flexing. Yeah, because you, Khalil Mack is a generational type defensive playmaker. I mean, he should have worn the that... oh, he
0: should have worn the Raiders jersey till he retired. He's one of those players that should have done that. Yeah, I don't get
1: that move. I mean, Maybe Gruden's stuck, like you said, look and he at the coach Rams. in quite some time. He look, might be. Look at the Rams, man. They're going to blow money to keep good players. Hey. And they even went in Mac. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, I think it was Gruden flexing, trying to put his fingerprints on this team, but they missed him last night. I agree, but they came
0: out firing. They yes. had a decent first half. Marshawn Lynch, straight beast. You're like, wow. They, where they, was it, the Skittles? Yeah, where was the Skittles? We're like, well, is this the, it, are it, are the Raiders gonna get the Marshawn Lynch that the the Seahawks had? And you know, the first yeah. touchdown run was impressive. Yeah. Granted, he got pushed ten yards into the end zone, but hey, he kept his feet moving. And he didn't go down, and yeah, he had a lot he of memory.
1: People,
0: he sure did. Um, so you know, you're thinking, okay, well, Raider. Hey, they're pumped. Raiders. There might be a different team with Gruden. And then the second half, as we talked about, it was a different game. The Rams kind of took over, played Rams football. Um, yeah,
1: car started really good, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, things just kind of spiraled out of control quick in that fourth quarter. I mean, the, the game was tied up until just before the fourth. I think the Rams scored on the last play of the third, and mm-hmm. it just got worse from there. Um, was Amari Cooper a product sh- of
0: the Cooper, defense that the man. Rams have? I think had. so.
1: I think that... he they, was non-existent. I think they... Targeted Cook, who finished with a monster nine for one eighty, because they knew that was a mismatch, and I think that um, going forward they need to get Cooper involved because I mean this is like year three or four for him mm-hmm. and he's flashed but he's not consistent. Mm-hmm. He's either boom or bust. And I just saw earlier, random uh, Martavius Brown, they are bringing him back. Okay. Uh, they were they 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 said they were done with him, right? Mm-hmm. With his year long suspension, he's facing. Mm-hmm. Um, and rumors have it that, one year deal. Yeah, he's coming back. So leave it to Gruden to do even more strange things. They so trade for the Mac. <laughs> They get rid of Bryant, who they traded. Well, it, it's all okay now because Martavis Bryant is back. But they gave up a third for him. Anyway. Anyway, um, you
0: bring you, you, you get rid of Cool who's a. Uh, franchise defensive player, right? Yeah. Cuz you don't want to sign him. You you let Bryant go. Now you want to bring him back. Well, after last but yet night he I faced was sued. a year-long suspension. <laughs> uh yeah, it just kind of doesn't make sense. So, um but yeah, I mean I don't know about the Raiders. I uh, you know, uh, I I see them this year as an 8 and 8 team at best. Yeah, at best just an average. But but they could even be a 7 and 9 team. Um going on the other side of the ball, with the Broncos. Another team that has a quarterback that I'm I still He's, cannot be sold on. I'm on not sold on, I'm
1: not sold on Keenum at all, and I don't think the Broncos are. I just think that he is an upgrade from what they had last year and you can see it already. I mean uh, Sunday, he did more in his first game than any of the quarterbacks last year could do. Um, he got Sanders going, got Thomas going. Now, True. he threw three interceptions. He had some mistakes. He forced a few balls, but he's got the ability to make more plays than what they've had. Is it and, fair to say, though, he didn't have much competition going up against Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch? Oh, that's completely fair. I mean... They needed. That's what I'm saying. Like he, Case Keenum is an absolute upgrade over what they mm-hmm. had. Um, he's no, you know, franchise quarterback by any means, but he's transitional for them, and he'll he'll keep him in games with that defense. True. And Bob Miller once again wreaking havoc.
0: Beast. Forced two turnovers. Three sacks. Three sacks. So yeah. and he and that didn't come until the second half of the game. He wasn't much involved in that first half.
1: Which the important half. Yes, the one that um, mattered. Yeah. So
0: interesting game. Who you got? Who do you who, who do you like here between the Raiders and the Broncos? The Broncos oh, at home.
1: I'm taking the Broncos at home. That defense is um, going to do enough, and uh, Case Keenum can manage enough for me. I okay. think I'll take Denver. I'm actually going to take the Raiders. You would. <laughs> I'm
0: going to take the Raiders on the road. Um, we are, I. Yeah, I, I just think I just think the Raiders are gonna I I, I just think the Raiders are gonna win. I,
1: don't, right. I I don't really have a good reasoning, I have a gut feeling. That's probably sometimes the best way to go about it. Gut feeling. Our next matchup is a AFC Championship rematch. This time the Jags at home facing the New England Patriots. Excited about this one too. Um Yes. Two Different teams, but two very good teams. Um, the Jags, of course, a run-first, uh, extremely good defense um, type of a team. The Patriots, you know, Tom Brady, he'll air it out if he has to, but they're more of like they can they can kind of play how their opponent plays. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the good thing about – or that's one of the things about the Patriots that's been impressive for so long is – they play how they have to play in order to beat the opponent they're facing that week. Um, So we can start with New England. Came out at home against the Texans. The Texans got a good defense, and Brady still throws close to 300 yards, three touchdowns, drunk. just dominates over the middle on the sideline. I mean, he's a freaking giant out there mm-hmm. compared to the defenders. Um, so... You know, I, I was curious how they would do without Edelman for the first few games. And, I mean, I knew they target Gronk a lot. And it seems like they're using their running backs to kind of replace that production from Edelman. With James White and Dorsett actually played pretty good. Will
0: Gronk get hurt this year?
1: <laughs> well, you know, he revised his contract for it. It was incentive-based. So, it is in his best interest not to. I know that that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you can't control if you get hurt. I hope not. He's on my fantasy team. Okay. <laughs> so, <selfish laughs> reasons? Yeah, and I like watching Gronk, man. You remember the game last year against Pittsburgh when he freaking, like, I know it's random to bring up, but it's just... Was that he, the game that Pittsburgh got robbed? The Jesse James yeah. touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Gronk can have games like that where he just, just takes over, so... um, Anyway, I hope he stays healthy. It's just like Aaron Rodgers. It's better for the NFL, for the fans to watch. Um, New England, in this game, they lost Jeremy Hill to an ACL tear for the year. That was revealed yesterday, so... You're done. Yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks for him as a player, trying to, you know, find a team. I think when you go to New England, it's kind of like a death sentence for players like Jeremy Hill or... Yeah, they always bring in those veterans mm-hmm. like it's their last chance so you know we'll have to see what happens with Jeremy Hill going down the road but yeah overall a decent performance from the Patriots um anything that you noticed yeah you- I mean like you said you pretty much touched on everything as far
0: as the Patriots go Gronk was dominant um you couldn't stop the man but who can it's hard to stop a guy like that yeah um Tom Brady is is Tom Brady. 41, right? 41 years old and, and they just, they he just, just doesn't just slow down. TV 12 dot,
1: man. Yeah, That's man. what I'm going to do. <laughs> I want to stay young like Brady. It just doesn't it just doesn't matter with Tom Brady and
0: you know and Bill Belichick along. He's the coach. You know this team's going to be solid, but so not much more to add on the Patriots' side, they, obviously they don't need a, a, a really great running game because Rex Burkhead, I mean, carried the ball 18 times. He had 64 yards.
1: Yeah, and Jacksonville, I mean, I'm sorry. Houston has a good defensive front. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the running game will improve for New England. Um, but they ran enough to move the game along and kind of keep the defense honest. And it'll be tough this week against Jacksonville, but I'm assuming they'll still, they'll still run.
0: Yeah, you know, in in the line right now, I've talked about running. You know, we go from one team to another, and you know, Leonard Fournette, their stud running back, mm-hmm. um, suffers a hamstring injury, and we My know are how tricky. Yeah, as to say we all know how they are. They can hang around for quite some time, and keep you out, um, out, out, you know, of the lineup. So, T.J. Yeldon did come in. He filled a pretty decent role there. I mean, he had fourteen carries, fifty-one yards, um, so he was able to fill some of the void there. He also had a receiving touchdown. Yeah. Um, in the game as well. Uh, Blake Bortles was as good as he needed to be. Uh, he wasn't. Yeah, he and he wasn't. didn't blow my mind.
1: So who's the receiver that's going to take this team? Like who? Who's going to take over at receiver for this team? You got Keelan Cole. You got D. D. Westbrook, Moncrief, um, and Moncrief, who was the free agent. Um, none of them really stood out to me. Um,
0: if you go based on experience, I would say Moncrief has the ability to be that guy. But out of all them, actually, I know Cole had the better stats. But D.D. Westbrook, I think, is, is, is the dude for Jacksonville.
1: I think – I don't know. Something about Keelan Cole for me. Okay. He, um, he wasn't, like, a highly drafted player. But I just – like, when he's on the field, he seems to – he's one of those guys who just does his job. He's got speed. Um I don't know. It's a crapshoot with those those receivers, but, but I don't think could, it really matters. That eventually can really
0: hurt Blake Bortles because Blake Bortles is inconsistent as it is, yeah. and now you're 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 telling me you got question marks on your wide receiver core. You, it you got for quite, you it for Fournette's hurt, so that throws up some red flags with me with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So their defense is always going to keep them in games. Mm-hmm. Now their
1: offense is going to score. So. I, it, it'll it be interesting moving forward. Speaking of their defense, uh, OBJ had his way with um, Jalen Ramsey, in my opinion, considering. He did. He put up pretty so, easy. Dec- I mean, Grant, it, he didn't score a touchdown, put out some numbers. <clears throat> Just had to throw that out there. Yeah. yeah
0: I agree. <laughs> I agree. But we'll get to that later. But so interesting game here. You know, some injuries, unfortunately. I would love to see both teams you know, fully healthy, you know, yeah. obviously the Jaguars shoulder most of the brunt of the injuries. Yeah. Um. So what do you like in this AFC championship matchup in Jacksonville?
1: I think I'm, I'm going to take Jacksonville at home. I think they're going to – I know that's kind of crazy to say. Um, At home, Um. you know, with the AFC championship game lingering in their memories from last year. And if this was a playoff game, it would be New England. Even if it was in, in Jacksonville, if it would be New England for me, but I don't know. I I'll, I'll take Jacksonville at home. I think they're gonna get the Brady enough. And um we'll see what you got. Hmm. It's hard for me to bet against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots
0: and Bill Belichick. It's always tough. for how successful they have been in their tenure. I'm uh I'm 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 broken up about this. Don't get broken up over. It. I'm I'm in, I'm in a big <laughs> toss up, but uh, I'm i I'm just gonna go with the New England Patriots. Fair enough. All right, next we got the New York G man. G man. Going into <laughs> Dallas into Jerry Jones.
1: Jerry world. Yeah, Jerry Jones world. He looks like Tails of the Crypt up there in the box.
0: Yeah, he does. But <laughs> well, we gotta slow it down. Like I said, we said we're we're to keep it non-biased. We're to keep this non-biased. I promise. I'm, I, I promise. I'll I'll keep it non-biased for y'all. All right. My so bad. we have a, yeah. You know. It's hard not to when it's a Giants Cowboys game.
1: You guys understand. Yeah, yeah. Whoever doesn't
0: like the Cowboys or or Giants fans out there, or you guys understand. Yeah. You guys understand. You always want to be biased, but anyway. With that said. um the Giants coming off an L to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, tough one. What, what made it heartbreaking to me was that extra touchdown with a pick six that Eli threw. Yeah. Um, which I did not like the pass he made. That's one of those moments where you love Eli Manning because he's won two Super Bowl championships. But it's one of them you're like, Eli, please make a smarter play. He yeah. threw that ball under a lot of heat and a lot of coverage. Gets picked and it goes to the
1: crib. He's just... To me, Eli has looked scared the last two years. Um, like when I say scared I mean uncertain. Quick like he he makes quick decisions, like he doesn't and a part of that has to do with the offensive line, which, you know, we hope is improved this year, and it's hard to tell from week one against one of the best defenses in the league. Eric Flowers still has to go, by the Eric way. Eric Flowers, man. He I don't know why he's not cut belly. yet. I don't, I, I don't Whoever understand. Whoever is behind him has got to be better no, than
0: Eric Flowers. I, I, I 100% agree. He was, I, I thought he was terrible again this so week.
1: So when does that decision get made? It should have been made once. It should have uh, been made in training camp. It should have been made last year when he was that terrible. But, because the left side of that offensive line is improved, mm-hmm. but I mean, it doesn't matter if Eric Flowers is just getting blown by and yeah. rolled over. Yeah,
0: so. it, it doesn't matter. You fix one side, now you got to do the other <laughs> one. You know, you can't. But you know, Eli he didn't throw a touchdown pass. Um, the po- but you,
1: well, I was going to say, but, but you know who ran a touchdown? I was going to
0: say, gonna say <laughs> the positive side about it was that Saquon Barkley took
1: a nice sixty-eight
0: yard touchdown oh, to the crib. Yeah, like a grown man.
1: As Giants fans and anybody out there who may be a Giants fan knows, we have been waiting for a player like this in the at the running back position, and he, you know, was inefficient for the most part, understandably so when you have Eric Flowers on one side of that line and Jacksonville Jaguars defense. But that touchdown run just kind of shows you what he's capable of, and he he will help this team this year. I really wanted Eli to throw a touchdown pass to shut Jalen Ramsey up. He didn't get
0: an opportunity to do that. OBJ did, OBJ, did, OBJ did but Jalen Ramsey did say the reason why Eli is good is because of OBJ. Even though that doesn't make sense because Eli may have won two Super Bowls without OBJ. So, it is what it is. Yeah. But OBJ did have his way with Jalen Ramsey. Jalen
1: Ramsey has a lot of opinions. He does. <laughs> he's good. He does have a lot of opinions. Um, the, so, the muff punt at the end of the game. Well, that brutal, was heartbreaking. Brutal. You know, Sounds Evan Ingram like dropped
0: some some passes too. Uh, I don't know if his his head is still fuzzy from the concussion that he potentially could have suffered in an exhibition game. Possibly. But, I mean, he dropped a wide open first down. Yeah. You know, he he just didn't seem into it. But, you know. Um, maybe a perfect recipe is the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe so. You know, <laughs> and, and we all know that between both of these teams – when it's a Giants-Cowboys game, both of them show up most of the time. Yeah. It's always a competitive game, and and, and and the Cowboys, you know, coming off of uh, a disappointing offensive output. You got that right. Their defense did a solid job holding them into the game, which was which was positive for them to see, but the offense, you know, you can, you know, if you want to talk about it, let's go through the who's who on the wide well, receiver that's the core thing. for them.
1: That, that's the thing. They're another one of those receiver cores where it's like, all right. Who's who's the guy? I mean, Cole Beasley can't lead the team in targets, and you expect to win or have a good offensive game. I mean, he's he is a let me run three or four yards, cut left or right just to get. I mean, he he's not a player that needs to dominate the target share. And Zeke only got nine carries. Um, I think they need to use him more in the passing game to kind of like mm-hmm. open it up a little bit, especially with. As little options as they have on the outside but I just I'm not impressed with Prescott I haven't been for quite some time mm-hmm. and um, I just think that ever since um, you know his career got off to a really good start when he had those O-line injuries and Zeke was suspended um, he was exposed and he really hasn't since then returned to form and I don't think it's going to get much better for him. I think the Giants are going to play well this week. They, their defense, I think, will get to them. And, well, um, even though I'm a
0: Giants fan, you know, it, you know like you said earlier um, about wanting to see the best players play, um, it was good to see Ezekiel back on the field. He is one of the top running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. I was still mind-blown from the last year's decision about why if a a a court cleared him yeah. of all charges, why the NFL holds higher Roger
1: Goodell's high, a dictator man. Yeah,
0: it, that didn't understand. And like I said, I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. I'm a Giants fan, but it was unfair for him to be suspended for the rest of, for for those six games. Um, so it's good to see Ezekiel Elliott. I say that now because we didn't play week two yet. But it's good to see Ezekiel Elliott back on the field. Right. Um. On top of that, you know, who you got.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I mean, it's not just because I'm a Giants fan, um, and I just think that they have more talent on both sides of the ball right now, and I expect them to win this game, even, if, even with it being on the road.
0: Yeah, and I'll be honest, I've talked to, obviously, in every state, there's a bunch of Cowboy fans, and North mm-hmm. Carolina isn't. They're everywhere. Yeah, And you know, North Carolina has them, too. And in talking to some about this matchup, they even say the they same agree. thing. Yeah. You know, they agree they because with what they're, with. they're questioning their, their wide receiver core. So, but unbiasedly, and I'll say that every week, <laughs> unbiasedly, not that I'll pick the Giants every week, I will go with the Yeah, New York.
1: I mean, we, we won't. I mean, there will be weeks. Yeah, yeah. But it, like I said, we're honest. We're, we're men of football. That's right. So, I'm going to go with the New York football Giants. Fair enough. All right, for our last matchup, Monday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks visit the Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. Um not the best matchup for primetime. I don't know. No. I guess maybe in the off season, I don't know.
0: I don't know how in the off season you put this <laughs> match on Monday Night Football with the Bears not having a great season last year. However, though, the only thing that's a saving grace is that the Bears look a little bit better this year. Yeah. But, I mean, just talking about it, I mean, you just talk about it. It's, it's, it's really starting to be that Sunday night is the best game of the week, whereas yeah. Thursday night and Monday night are slacking. Ever since ESPN picked up Monday night football, the Monday night matchups are not good. Um, they're the the you know I remember back in the day Monday night footballs were always that was the game Monday yeah. night football was the game that's why Monday night football has the name, and and everything behind it the history because that was always the best game on so we need to get back to that but yeah I'm not not too impressed with this selection by the NFL to have this game on Monday night
1: yeah so for Chicago um they come into this game off of a very <clears throat> discouraging loss well. Maybe discouraging isn't the right word. They played well, but it's got to be upsetting how they lost. Um, came out, you know, playing very good. Uh, got got up to a 20-point lead. And I don't know really what happened. That I mean, Aaron Rodgers came back. That was huge for, you know, the Green Bay Packers' comeback and why the Bears lost. Um, I think the game pressure got to be a little too much for Mitch Trubisky. Um, I can't say that dude's name, <laughs> uh, Trebusky. Um, You know, once that second half hit and the pressure started to mount, I think that you know his decision making was not as good as it should have been. He was he wasn't looking at he he wasn't looking downfield. He was running a lot or checking the ball down. I get the feeling that they had a great game script to start the to start the game you know they had their plays they wanted to run they came out was really successful and everything started great but I just got the feeling that in that second half um he didn't know how to react to adversity and he's still I mean a very young quarterback still growing um situations like that are going to happen so he I think they need to get um you know a little bit more aggressive, bigger plays. They got Allen Robinson, uh, Trey Burton. You know, field stretchers. I think they were being a little too conservative, in, for, in my opinion.
0: The Jags, I, mean, I wish they have Allen Robinson still. Since <laughs> you know they 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 got a who's who a wide receiver That's court true. And granted, they didn't expect Marquise Lee to go down for the year in the exhibition, but but yeah, um, I'm kind of with you. Uh, to me, the jury for me is still out with Mitch Trubisky. I honestly don't think he's gonna amount to. Much, I I I just I don't know. Maybe because he's a Tar Heel, I don't know. That could be something to do about, but yeah. that's for another day, <laughs> another podcast. But um, yeah. So, Mister Bisty, I'm not too sold. Now, the the Seattle Seahawks, uh, I you know, going into the season, I said it was going to be a down year, and I still believe it's going to be a down year for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I agree. Um, they lost a lot. Their defense is completely different. Earl Thomas though is back. He made an impact. He had a pick. you know, in Denver, you know, he didn't, yeah, they didn't even know if he was even (laughs) going to play, and they enter him in, he gets a pick, Um, but yeah, uh, just for both teams, a lot of questions, Um, you know, this game could be a a 50-50 to me, Um, I still think overall Seattle's the better team. Yeah,
1: it comes down to quarterback for me, because, well, Bears have, I think, a superior defense at home, but... Um, I don't know. Now, now I'm second guessing myself. I mean, Russell Wilson on the road against that Bears defense, which underperformed in the second half this last week, but they are very good. Um, you know Baldwin right now is hurt. I think yeah, he's nail Springs. He's not playing. He'll be out a few weeks. Um, Tyler Lockett was. He was okay. Uh, decent. Um, Brandon Marshall. Psh, Touchdown. Still doing it. Um, Will Disley. Three receptions,
0: 105 yeah. yards, and a touchdown. They said, "The rookie." Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was listening to some of that broadcast and saying that he was really just really known for his his blocking.
1: Yeah, I think that that was one of those situations where Seattle just used him because no one expected it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see him just being a complete non-factor this week, and mm-hmm. I would not be, I would not be surprised. Um, because, like you said, he he wasn't drafted to be a playmaker. He was just depth blocking. I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, but that was kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Howard needs to be better for the Bears. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, he did have eighty-two
0: yards on fifteen carries, but in order for this team to win, he's gonna have to carry most of the load. I
1: feel like. Yeah, um, I think he'll 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 play better this week for sure. Um, he's a good player. I, I, I like Jordan Howard.
0: I do too. So
1: what do you like in this thrilling Monday night football <laughs>
0: matchup we have? The well, Seahawks are visiting Soldier Field.
1: I talked myself out of it. I wanted to go with um the Seahawks cuz of Russell Wilson being the difference maker. Um and I'm going yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks, man. I'm sticking with it. I think Russell Wilson finds a way to win this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with, you know, the Seahawks. I'm judging basically on Right now, I'm based on quarterback matchups. Yeah. Both teams don't have a lot of weapons, but if I'm going to trust one quarterback to get the ball to the role players to make See, plays, I think to be Russell Wilson.
1: I think that if you put the Chicago Bears offensive weapons with Russell Wilson, I'd be very happy. I mean, I think the Bears have good weapons. I just um I don't trust Trubisky yet. To, I cannot say that dude's name. You're close. Trub. Tr- Trubisky or Buesky? Trubisky. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust Trubisky to, um, you know, give them the opportunities they need quite yet. But, yeah, um, it looks like we're both in on Seattle.
0: Yes, Seattle is the pick on Monday Night Football.
1: All right, guys, well. That's it.
0: That's, that's all we, the matchups. Yeah, that's all the matchups. We've gone over all the games. We give you our analyst's. On each game, where we think or who we think is gonna win, we'll see um, how
1: wrong we are next yeah, week. See
0: how wrong or how right we are, <laughs> um, you know, we analyzed the, the the matchups from week one and how that all went. So, uh, with that in closing, um, we know this is week two of the NFL football season. season,
1: even though this is week one of roughing the podcast. So we are going to each week do a survivor pick a survivor is a game in which you select one team that you are certain will win hopefully and if they win you stay alive for the next week however once you pick a team you can no longer pick them for the rest of the season now me and dan have made our picks to ourselves we have not told each other our picks so, without further ado, Dan, who is your survivor pick for this week? I bet it's the same one as mine.
0: Probably is. <laughs> um, <laughs> The pick I'm going with this week is the Rams over the Cardinals. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with that because I told you about my my feelings about Sam Bradford. You I, went pretty hard. I went pretty hard on Sam Bradford, um, but I think the Rams are going to take this one at home. I just think... Oh, as a full team, they're just going to be too much. Defensively and offensively, just too much. So I'm going with the Rams over the Cardinals.
1: All right, and I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers on the road to Buff- uh, at Buffalo. Um, it is a West Coast team going to the East Coast, which is kind of scary, but it's also in probably Nathan Peterman. mm mm-hmm so i got i got good vibes about that one which could be a real smart pick also
0: because you're not wasting a pick on one of the dominant teams. yeah in the NFL. i feel so, like so. i feel yep. like
1: if you, later on in the season the chargers will be in a lot of toss-up type games correct so there you have it we'll see how it works out and um if you if you listen to this we appreciate it we'll be here um going forward mm-hmm. doing this once a week um yeah, tell some, your friends.
0: Yeah, tell your friends. There's some, you know, share it. Uh, there's some things that that we got going on in the mix. Um, I'll probably have a Facebook page up for us yeah. very shortly, so that way we can maybe post questions on the Facebook page, get you guys' opinions as far as you know what you guys think. Um, we can do a a, a page survivor pick them, or you, you know, you guys can play along with us if you want. Um, but yeah, so we really thank everybody for listening. Like you said, um, uh, we would really appreciate if you listen to the whole thing. We really appreciate if you tell your friends, your friends' friends, your next-door neighbor's yeah. friends, everybody's and share we will, it.
1: we um, we're doing once a week. We're not – we can't uh, promise what day that'll be on. Correct. Um, we'll try our best to get it done before the Thursday night game. If we do not, definitely before the Sunday night games. And we'll uh, do a recap of the Thursday night game. But, yeah, just um, – stay tuned and we appreciate
0: it yeah if there's anything that you want us to add to the show too whoever listens um you know feel free to reach out to us give us some feedback on things that maybe segments that you want us to put in but once again we appreciate it this is the inaugural episode of roughing the podcast and we look forward to you joining us next week thanks